And now for the podcast that didn't realize what Granny's Peach Tea was before it was too late. Not all podcasts wear capes. Anthony, I don't hear you. I didn't say nothing, T. You oh, can't hear oh, me okay. unless I'm speaking. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Dynamite drop in, though. Like, uh, right. people are going to really remember a six year old joke about the <laughs> Batman versus Superman and, and a random glass of iced tea. I think that that reference sticks because that's it one was of the, P, wasn't it? A, in the movie? Yeah. Wasn't that the joke? Right, I guess because you know Holly Hunter, <laughs> right, right. Holly Hunter in the beginning of uh, in earlier was talking about to Lex Luthor was like, oh, and you know, don't try and piss in the cup and tell me it's Granny's peach tea. And then right before the they blew up Congress, she looked at, at on her yeah. desk and it said it had a little mason jar. It said Granny's peach tea. Right, and then the whole thing blew up. Love that. Right. Because Lex Luthor is 12-year-old man-child in these movies. Yes. Do you think he really put pee in there? Yes. I think he peed into a jar, absolutely. <laughs> that version but of Lex Luthor, He was going to blow yes. the place up. Apparently, he that's the thing. The that's the thing that, like, tech bros and, like, comedy writers that they do because they work in their offices for so long, they literally have, like, jars of pee. And, and I was at one dude's... I, I I went with my friend to one this other dude I really didn't know this artist in Philadelphia one time his house and or apartment and this was like in the in the early nineties and it was like dude had like all over the house the apartment he had like he and Mason jars is this going in the I don't show know if is it that, was, this is a bad intro sure. Jacques Le Pierre? <laughs> this is a bad intro is that Jacques Le Pierre T Jacques Le Pierre I don't get the joke. I, uh, there making, was just some random guy gonna, made up that sounds like he would pee in a jar. Oh, no, yeah, there's yeah. a French. I'm not going to mention. There's a French artist. I'm not named, mentioning any names. There's a French artist named mm. Le Petomain. He was a professional fla- fla- flatulent flatulist. He farted for a living. That was his 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 gig. Nice. <laughs> Please don't include this in the yeah, show. I'm not gonna, a couple of people I that know, can make a living completely off that. going in the podcast. None of this. Can I, don't, I won't. I won't call out anybody's names on the on We're the podcast. Supposed- anyway, it's the early '90s. I don't remember anything. Are we from supposed the early to be 90s. like, welcome everybody? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, right. that's right. Hey guys, welcome to the show. <laughs> so, uh, if you haven't picked it up yet, this is what we're going to be putting down today. Uh, we thought it'd be fun to go through all of the DC movies with the Snyder Cut coming out, and uh, just kind of give our little take on what we thought about these movies that are six, seven years old at this point. But we thought it'd be fun because uh, are they really bad or do they just have a bad reputation? So we thought it'd be fun to call this the DCEU bad film or bad rap. And we're going to we're going to kick it off in chronological order, starting with Man of Steel. So you guys want to get the ball rolling or what? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll get yeah chronological order, right? So Man of Steel, I think, was uh, one of the better ones. Uh, I think it's the best one. Well, I, I I don't think it's the best one at all. Um, but well, you're wrong. So tell us I'm why you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. It's it's my opinion. <laughs> but here's 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 the thing. Here's opinion. You mean this is subjective? This is yeah. Not, this is not. Um, this is not based uh, on anything fact, unless it's what I'm saying, and then it's real. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, real bullshit. No, but I thought I, 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 th- I think I thought that just see, but then it really so everyone that Henry Cavill is in, and you say it is what it is. I think it just gets a couple of points in your book just because Henry Cavill is in it. No, right? No, just because I find him attractive doesn't mean anything. Because I don't think I think subconsciously, no, subconsciously, it doesn't mean anything. Because even though I find him attractive and I like him and I think he's a good actor, I think the problem with having Henry Cavill is these mo- in these movies is that they have a. I, I've said this for years. WB and Zack Snyder with Henry Cavill, it's like they have a million dollars and they're putting it on the table and they're setting it on fire. They waste him, and it's just like it's it frustrates me. It frustrates me so bad. Why are you laughing? I have a question for you. What? I have a question. I have a question. He's a million dollars just being wasted. Um, Do you think Henry Cavill is a good actor? I think he's okay. I think when he's with the, I think when he's with the right people, he can do really well because I really liked him in Mission Impossible Fallout. I really liked him in that. He was great in that. And, like when he pumps and, his fist like yes. this, he like he cocked uh, his uh, <laughs> and and he I loved his him. I loved him in The Man from Uncle. I adore him in that movie. I never saw The Man from Uncle. Great movie. Great movie. And yes, and <laughs> Spade is making <laughs> chompy bitey faces at me because Army Hammer, no uh, cannibal, uh, okay. alleged cannibal, actually, is in this in this in the movie. <laughs> Another one of your favorites, right, Ariani? He was, I guess, right? <laughs> no, not no, really. No I, comment. No I, comment. I, I liked him in the Social Network with also Man of Steel co-star Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> Funny thing about Army Hammer, he was supposed to play Batman in a Justice League movie Ooh. that was being developed like a few years, not that long the, ago, the but Frank a few Miller years. The Frank Miller one, right? Or not, not no, Frank, no, 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 no. Right, like when 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 uh, the Dark Knight was wrapping up, they wanted to go, and and Marvel was picking up steam. They wanted to uh, do a Justice League movie, and it was Army Hammer was going to be Batman, Common was going to be Green Lantern. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I'll look that up right now. I'll I'll, I'll read yeah, you the I, cast I for that. I remember that, but that was Christopher Another Nolan. Another Christopher Nolan? Sorry. No, he basically held them in check until he was done with his Batman movies. Mm. That's why they did Superman instead, and Batman didn't appear until Batman vs. Superman, because they wanted to finish that trilogy first. All right, so before I rip okay. Anthony apart- George Miller's Justice League. George ah. Miller. Oh, what did I say? I said, did I say Frank you Miller? You said Frank Miller. Yeah, okay, George George Miller, Miller Mad Mets? George Miller? Oh, shit. That's yeah. awesome. That would have been awesome. Man. Who? George Who's George Miller? George Miller's the one who directed Mad Max. He's done all the Mad the Max new movies. One? All the all the Mad Max oh, the movies. Original, oh, the, the original. And Fury oh, Road. Oh, okay. And Fury Road. And Happy uh, Feet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not gonna talk about Happy Feet. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before I rip Anthony apart, okay. Let's <laughs> I wanna hear why you think Man of Steel is the best DCU movie and why you think it all went downhill from here. I guess we'll find out. But I want to know why you think it's it's pretty much the best one. In in a nutshell? Mm-hmm. Because all the other ones are not that great. Because they um, all pale in comparison? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I saw Man of Steel in the movies and I thought it was awesome when I saw it. I liked the take on it. It was something different. We weren't getting the, the Superman Returns, right? Which was the... Um, 
was the, the Brian Singer one, which was not that great. Yeah. Um, here you got an actual, I felt like you got a, a really good story here. Um, the action was good. I know it gets a lot of flack over the, the destruction at the end, but like, what do you expect them to do? They're super powered beings. Um, just basically beating the crap out of each other, flying through buildings and everything. And it was very realistic. And then I, I like what they did in Batman vs Superman in the beginning, where you get the whole perspective from Bruce Wayne's point of view. And you can see, Oh wow, this is really messed up. And, uh, you know, I just, I think the cast is good. I like Michael Shannon as Zod, you know, uh, Russell Crowe is, as, uh, um, Jor-El. Jor-El is very good. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I really like this movie. I think it's really good. Fiara, uh, I don't I know think... the actress off the top of my head, but Fiara, she was good in this movie. Like they tried to do something different and I was into it. Man of Steel. And I think what, what really, I, I think it's a greater problem that I'll revisit about the, the DC movies is that Man of Steel was written in a time when I think that they were still hoping that they would be able to get Christian Bale in on everything. And that they would, that Man of Steel even was written by, um, what, what was it? Uh, David S. Goyer. David, David Goyer, Goyer, but who yeah. else was a producer? Like, Nolan uh, was a producer on it. Christopher Nolan was Christopher a producer, Nolan right? Was, yeah. So, so it, and, and it was that kind of thing that, they created a Superman that would fit in. They tried to create a Superman that would fit in to the Dark Knight films. So they wanted that kind of hint of, you know, uh, of a little bit, you know, ironically down to earth kind of kind of things. So it was like what would happen and try to tell the story in a more like realistic, quote unquote, realistic manner. And... And what happened was they weren't able to keep with Christian Bale, right? So that became – I think that in essence is the greater problem. And I'm, I'm telling you like in my thesis statement for today's podcast and what's going on is the worst thing that happened to the DCU is that the, the Dark Knight series happened and they wanted to build off that and they couldn't. And they wanted that tone and they wanted to follow through with that and they didn't. They couldn't they keep couldn't. that energy. And that's the thing. And even the, the those Dark Knight movies could not keep that energy. It like the third one was not that great in comparison. I don't I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other things that could come into that. But I think the problem right. too is that they wanted to they're like, let's make it gritty and realistic, like the Dark Knight series. Right. But right. even Nolan, to some extent, leaned into the ridiculousness of the Batman universe in a way. Because I feel, I, I know people give Man of Steel a lot of flack for the whole, I guess, last, it felt like an hour, <laughs> the ending where it was just the third like, act. oh the my third God, act. like I rewatched right. it not too long ago and I was just like, this is never ending. Like it felt like the third, the third act. There's stuff was happening on the screen. It was, it was just numbing. It didn't matter. It was numbing right. after a while. Just, just I was just like, oh my god. Like I was like, this is this is. It was like you guys are doing way too much, and it's because Snyder thrives on letting things play out for a long time. That's why he's known yeah. for his slow mo. That's why he's known for all these long takes that he does for, for certain things. Like think about, uh, in general, in general, are you a fan of Zack Snyder, his movies? No. Yes or no? Uh, I mean, a fan? No. Do I enjoy some of them? Yes. 
I mean, I think 300 and Watchmen right. are very good. I think this is really good. I don't think I've enjoyed any of them. 300 a little bit, but I've only seen it once. And, you know, 300, 300 is the cool factor. And it's probably Zack Snyder's best movie just because it has that cool factor into it. And I think Zack Snyder does a lot. He makes things look cool. That's what he's, he's good a at. music video director. Is he, he? He should be directing music. No, oh, okay. make a comparison. Um, sorry, I, I use like I, I say things declaratively. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I mean it feels like you're watching a two-hour like a Sucker Punch. Every frame was gorgeous, but it was a two-hour music video. It didn't really matter. It was just uh, he just had cool-looking shit was happening kind all of, the time. It's the style over substance that people give him a lot right. of shit for. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, and right. I get that that's valid, and and it's fair. Mm-hmm. It, that's a fair criticism of Zack Schneider. I enjoyed the Watchmen film, but he didn't. And we we've had this conversation before when we covered Watchmen. Uh, he didn't understand it. He didn't get Watchmen. Uh, Watchmen was anti. When Alan Moore wrote it, it's anti this kind of Ayn Rand, uh, uh, Ubermensch kind of person that comes in through the thing and that the, 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 my individuality, blah, 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 blah. And that, the that was what- The of superheroes. <laughs> right. And Watchmen was a deconstruction of that. And the whole point of it was that these people are fucked up and yeah. none of them are really good. Yeah. I mean, and Anthony brought up Superman Returns. And, and are not to be worshipped, right? Yeah. Anthony mm-hmm. brought up Superman Returns. And my opinion of Superman Returns is that it had a very good Superman. I thought, um, yeah. gosh, what's Brandon his, Ruth. Brandon, I thought he was a great Superman. Again, wasted. Wasted in a movie where everybody else just kind of really falls short. Just everybody just fails this casting. I thought he was a really good Superman, and I think Henry Cavill could be a good Superman if they would just right. cut the sad boy stuff. Right, because they almost – okay, a couple of things there. One, another reason in, in my thesis about what's the matter with the DC <laughs> Poor Anthony. Things, He's like, I like is, this is movie. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, no I, I like Man no, of Steel. No, no. I think it's one of the better L- ones. L- listen, and your opinions aren't going to change <laughs> mine on Oh, this but movie. I'll keep trying. So – because I, I know stop. it's coming. I know it's coming down the road. Let's stop using the word opinions because it's implied in this podcast that nothing here, but <laughs> nothing that we have ever said isn't. All right. So like like DC Universe is reactionary, right? Mm-hmm. They went – they created also – Man of Steel was not just a reaction to, to the, the Nolan uh, Dark Knight series. It's also a reaction to Brandon Ruth because the Brandon Ruth Superman – he didn't punch a damn thing. Superman needs to punch something. Superman needs to beat something. They didn't right. even give him a cybernetic, a two-story high cybernetic gorilla to punch. You need to do that with Superman. You need to have something right. there. And, the and, he, and they were he, like, he, he can't ba- punch yeah. Lex Luthor because right. he's going to kill so him. Superman didn't punch anybody. We got to have him be able to punch somebody. And then all they did was punch. Then he, was he like, punched I everybody. I will punch all the things. <laughs> I will punch he pun- every he- building in this city. <laughs> He punched a whole building, right? An entire city. And he punched something called a world machine. Like, what? why is it called, why oh, is yeah, it called a world right. machine? Um, but will, but it's I like he just punch punched everything. Reactionary. They go, we need him to have him punch something. And you could see the people at the board meeting. He needs to punch more stuff. Make sure he's punching stuff in this script. Okay. We'll put, make a punch. Though. And if anybody's and good at it. making things look punchy and cool, 
It's Zack Snyder. Right. It's Zack Snyder. But you know what? That, I mean, we're not going to talk about, you know, Christopher Reeve's Superman, which, you know, he's, it's, he's it's gold standard. I, I, I mean, did you ever see that interview with Christopher Reeve where he calls out Marlon Brando? I sent it to you. Oh, that's right. That's right. You sent it. Sorry. I forget who sends me something. It was me. That was. I don't. I don't remember seeing. Oh that. my gosh! He, it was Christopher Reeve he ripped them is like so this classic. gentle giant badass. He, yeah, it was like he ended him was, in the nicest way possible, and it's just like that's my Superman. That's my Superman. And it was Brent, and he went and he did. He see, and that's called punching up or punching down because it's really easy to punch down. But that dude put himself on the line in Hollywood, going in front of the thing and said, "Marlon Brando." He's a good actor, but you know what? But he 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 was just like he came in to collect his money, and he was out. He phoned it in. He would. That was that's what he said. Hats off to Christopher Reeve. You will always the be goat. a badass in the my book. The goat. Mm-hmm. The goat. Now, Brando was in one and two, right? Yeah, and I think and it, Superman a, yeah. returns because they use his voice because well, yeah, they, they use, use the, the footage, footage right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they use. But Brando did whatever, a good job yeah. as Jor El, though. He did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen those movies. I got to rewatch I watched them. that at the beginning of the year. I watched, it was like, I think the first movie I watched at the beginning of this year. And I know I watched it as a kid. Oh, because you had never seen it, right? Well, I watched it as a child, but I don't remember it. So it's basically like I never watched right. it. And I watched it and it's just, obviously this is the first movie of its kind. And like, compared to all the movies we have now, the way we're inundated with all these superhero movies, it seems so novel. And it seems so hokey, but it captures something so good about Superman. Mm-hmm. It's just wow! Like it just—it makes me. It made me really happy to watch. It made me so, and it kind of made me even sadder for like the kinds of superhero movies we have now. Not because they're not good; a lot of them are really great and really enjoyable and fun. But they kind of lose this joyousness because they want to be so serious all the time. And I think that's why yeah, I, I mean, that's that's my problem with Man of Steel mostly. So so on that note, Man of Steel, bad film or bad rap? T. Uh all so, right, we'll come back to you. Ariani, um, bad film. Okay, wait, 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 no, no, I got something. <laughs> so can I can I say can I can I say vanilla ice because he's a bad rapper? <laughs> what? So, <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen Ninja Turtles 2 lately? Because I watched with my that's, kids that's, and that's, we that's love when pretty... vanilla ice shows up. Go ninja, go ninja, go. That's not vanilla. That's the first movie, not vanilla ice. That's the first. Oh, then. Oh, sorry. Yep. Anyway. So before we leave it, before Uh, one last thing. At the end of Man of Steel, he goes into the Daily Planet. It's like the whole city wasn't destroyed anyway. And he goes in and everything's normal. But then he walks in. It feels like that. Uh, it feels like that um, uh, Richard Donner joyousness Superman, and he goes, "Welcome to the planet." And I'm like, "That's a movie I wanted to see the whole time." You know that, that and it was like, it was just a brief moment, and they're there. They, Superman, you got to have a newsroom anyway. Sorry, yeah, we didn't even yeah, touch. Bad rap. We didn't even touch on on the whole Kevin Costner thing, which. For let's save that for another day because he's, if not, I will go on, on a, a rant. He's here and he's gone. That, that's it. Um, Ariani, bad film, bad rap. What do you think? Bad film. And I'm going with bad, bad. rap. So you you lose <laughs> two rap. to one, Ariani. <laughs> well, I don't lose two go. to one. T's somewhere in between. No, he said bad rap. <laughs> I said bad yeah. rap. I said vanilla ice. You made you made a dad joke. Oh. 
God. You have you have one <laughs> child and all of a sudden it's dad I jokes. I am a father. <laughs> yeah. Ariani, I am a father. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's the next movie? Next. Next. All right. So, next movie. So now this is interesting. It was a three-year gap. And then we got Batman vs. Superman. The dawn of justice. <laughs> was justice served? Ariani, you're up first. Because you were watching it today. So you have the, the honor to go first. I, the, I remember the, the, when they announced Ultimate this. cut. Ultimate cut, which folks, I did not finish. The ultimate cut did not did not do well with me because my god, three hours. This is this is self indulgence at its finest, my friends. At least until the Snyder cut comes out, and and then my two friends here will put me through through hell watching it. Um, but I remember when they announced this movie, and people were pissed when Ben Affleck was announced to be the next Batman because this was. Gonna be immediately post Christian Bale, and Christian Bale was like everything to to the fan to the fanboys, and it's just like Ben Affleck. People were mad. Yeah, you know what, Martha and boys, you know, and uh, <laughs> well, what did you, you know, think? They were pissed. What did you they, think? They when... were pissed off. They were pissed off when Heath Ledger was yep. announced. They were pissed off, and I was like, they were pissed- but you know what? You can make a go be like, oh, is that right? And maybe I did that too, but like, you know, I'm not gonna make it my life story to go. No, this has to be stopped. I was one of the few to be like, I am looking forward to the Batfleck because. I am attracted to Ben Affleck. This is how I judge the, the actors. Ben Affleck's gonna movies. punch Henry Cavill. Yay! That was you, Ariana. Was- I was like, well, it's just like you know. She's what? shipping them. She's shipping exactly. them. Exactly. T. T gets it. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I sent a. I sent a image. To text an image to the two of them today. It was like a Photoshop. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It was like a. It was clearly a Photoshop. They were in suits. Like, they were. They were loving, looking lovingly into each other's yeah, eyes. Who was tied up? Which one of them was tied up? Henry Cavill? I don't, I don't know. Right. It was it was no. it was an image like that. It was one of those things. Yeah. It was like okay, but, but, but I'm, I'm I was, with you, Ariane. I was I was, I was behind because yeah. I think Ben Affleck's a good actor. I I like him in in pretty much everything that I've seen him in. Like yeah, he could totally play Bruce Wayne, no doubt. I mean, Batman. And I've never seen him look so good in any movie that he's done, and he's a handsome guy. But my God, his workout routine for this one was. Uh, Not bananas. the same as Justice League. Uh, he had a bit of a booze chin in that one. If, if, if I'm going to be honest, um. <laughs> did you just fat shame? No, Ben Affleck. No, I, I think alcoholic you just shamed did. him. <laughs> He was going through some I, some stuff for. for he was going no, through no. he was going through some tr- problems, which I hope I hope he's doing a lot better yeah. now. Ariane, it's making me uncomfortable how you're objectifying these actors. They're people. I'm sorry, I had to sit through <laughs> a, a whole like hour of you talking crap about Harley Quinn, and then I had to like defend. <laughs> okay, and then I'm probably gonna, I ever and then we're, said we'll probably get about to that. Harley Quinn, yeah. and we'll get to it. Is that she's underrated? Not that she's not you good. You said she's overrated, not, that, not underrated. I mean, that's that's what I meant. Overrated. Nah, yes, you said me. underrated you for first. Correction. Take it back. <laughs> no take backs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying she was bad. I just think it's we'll get to that. Overrated. You're you're you're, yeah, you're right, jumping we'll ahead because Suicide Squad's next. So let's get through Batman versus Superman. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Really quick, Batman versus Superman. Oh my gosh, what a bloated film. Um, uh, and I'm fat shaming the film, right? <laughs> uh, they they tried to do too many stories. Yep. They, all at they once. tried to do everything under the sun. <laughs> One, they tried to do. 
Batman meets Superman, which the oh, the best Batman meets Superman that you can watch and not read in the comic books. There's some good Bat- Batman meets Superman in the comic books. But first time meeting, it was in Batman, uh, uh, the animated series and Superman, the animated series when they teamed up. That was the best, the best. It was three episodes. We'll put, uh, you know, the link in there in the, in the show notes to the, it, it was great where Bruce Wayne comes up to Lois Lane and asks her on a date. She goes, oh yeah. And then Clark Kent is like, what? It was great. I mean, have you guys yeah, seen that's that from one? Batman, uh-uh. the animated series, from I think, the, right? The Paul, the Paul yeah. Dini Batman meets Superman. I mean, I certainly have, but I don't remember that one. Oh, I was, it's great. I was a oh, child. rewatch it. It hits every. They should have just taken that script word for word and made that movie, and it would have been Chef's Kiss. I still, now, I still say all the time they should get Bruce Timm to write on these movies. Like, I don't know why they haven't. No doubt, right? They, they really should. They tried to do Batman meets Superman. They tried to do the Trinity movie, which is Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. They tried to do pre-Justice League, right? They tried to do Batman, The Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller. And they tried to do The Death of Superman. They tried to do five different films. That and should have been aren't they setting five up, different films. Didn't they set up two Flashpoint in this? Because they had that... Is that what is that the right thing that I'm referencing? Was, no, they, they just set up the other Justice League guys. Remember, um, Lex Luthor had like files on them. Oh no! D- D- Flash there, runs in yeah, at one point. Batman's like, in front of a computer yeah, and, he's and like, trips out. Fear Flash runs him in. and all that. He that, okay? That's right. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Am I right? Am I wrong? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it has to do with Flash tri- time See, traveling. I, I, it has to do I'm, with Flash time traveling. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, save save him. Right. He so, basically tells me he has to save Superman. Right. Sit movies. Right. No, yeah. he's telling right. like yeah, he's, but he's also save Lois. Uh, Bruce's. Well, he's misinterpreting right. it. There's because right. the, he he comes in and he's like, "Fear him, fear him." You have to. You were right about him, and so Bruce thinks he's talking about Superman, saying how how he sh- everyone should be afraid of Superman. And he needs to like kill him. And what they wanted to do again, DC being re- reactionary, they wanted to set up an entire superhero multi-film universe and pack what other places did as uh it took them 10 years i mean it took them years to do that they tried to pack it all into one movie right now and that was that's the that's the essential problem of this movie i think uh, batfleck is a good batman I think he's a good Batman. I think he was on point when he was just that whole scene where he's just working out. Awesome. That scene when he was fighting the guys in the in the warehouse. I really like that. The scene when he was blowing up people with his Batmobile. I didn't like that. That's not Batman. Batman should not use guns and Batman should not kill. I don't the like the dream character. secret. Well, well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Batman has killed many times in all of these movies that he's been in. He's definitely killed. Right, right, right. And so my point is he shouldn't. Right, and that's the well, whole point of the, the Christopher thing. Nolan movies because he doesn't. Yes, he doesn't do that. He sticks to a code. Right. But I was the very- The whole point of Batman is his parents were killed by a by gun violence. He doesn't he's want to use gun violence. Yeah. I was very he's disturbed anti-gun. by the dream sequence and he's just shooting these machine guns. Obviously, it's a dream sequence, but I feel like we didn't know that at the moment as an audience right we didn't know it was a dream but it was so bizarre for me to see that like batman just 
going call, call of duty on bad guys and i was like dude like really and i was also disturbed i told you guys earlier in like the test chat that i was just like there's a lot of like post 9-11 mentality in these movies where yeah. bruce wayne says like if there is a one percent chance he is our enemy we have to take that with a hundred percent certainty and we have to destroy him and it's 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 really messed up you know to to right. think of that it's a very post 9-11 sentiment where we as a country, had that attitude towards uh, so-called enemies, others, others, aliens. othering, basically othering aliens, people, right? <laughs> othering people who were basically humans not from around here, not from here, but also just yeah. anybody who who didn't fit a certain uh, so-called American mold. It's really screwed up, and it's just right. like is I was like, oh, Batman's a, z- a xenophobe, sure. um, and of course there is Martha. Uh, I didn't mind that. You know, I, I, I didn't mind that. You know what's funny? Um, <laughs> when that happened, I'm like, it never dawned on me that the, their mother's names are both Martha. I didn't yeah, realize it until it actually, that movie. It clicked. It clicked for me too when like that happened. I was like, oh, I'm wow. like, obviously, but I know Martha Kent, still, I know Martha Wayne, but I guess because Martha Wayne is always shot within 30 seconds of every movie that she's in, so you don't really pay much attention yeah. to her. Right. I think it was ham-fisted, and I think it the execution was off. But I kind of like that kind of connection between the two of them. I, I think that's I think a the little connection, bit poignant. The, th- the connection is real, but I think the way it was done was so bad. Just the slow-mo, the Zack Snyder slow-mo that he loves to do, and then it, it distorted the voice. But it, and the you know, fact that you know what it is? It reminds me of the scene from uh, The Dark Knight that always uh, gets some flack is when he's beating up the Joker and he goes, where is their trigger? Where is their trigger? Yeah. Like it reminded me of that. Like, <laughs> like, because uh, of because the silly Christian Bale voice that he does. Right. Um, and then, the silly and Batman the, voice. Right. And then obviously, you know, Lois Lane's got to come and save the day. Martha. And it's just like, that's his mom. And it's just like, who? Because it's like, Batman's going, who the hell is Martha? Why don't you just say, save my mom? Because why wouldn't that, who calls their mother by their first name on purpose <laughs> right, like that? Because if something's happening, you know? go save my mom. So then you know yeah. who I'm talking about, not Martha. Because who... that's, that's still just as poignant because Batman lost his mother. Obviously, Superman has a mother who raised him here on this planet. Mm, right. You know, you would think that would that would be enough for Bruce, but I guess hearing the name Martha, I guess he also triggered him in a way. But it's it it was very badly done, and on it deserves the the hate that it gets. I think that was the point where people really turned on the DCEU. I think that was the moment where people were just like, what I mean, it's, is it's this? the eye roll moment for sure. I remember when I saw this in the movies. I saw it with Teen, his dad. Um, and T actually saw it. I remember. He, T yeah. saw it already, but his dad wanted to see it, and I wanted to see it, so he indulged us to go a second time. The it was next the next day, day it was right? Like you saw morning. it Thursday. We went yeah. Friday morning, and I, I'm like, T, do you like it? Wasn't any good. And what he said is so true to the movie. He goes, "It's it's okay. It's it's kind of good." He goes, "But it's just a series of vignettes." And I'm like, mm-hmm. every time I yeah. watch the movie, I'm like, that's exactly what this movie is. It's like, it does one thing, then it's, okay, we're done with that, we're moving on to the next thing. And overall, because they're trying to tell so many stories, it's like, okay, we're just going to put everything out there, and whatever sticks, we're going to move forward with, with the next movie. Because there is some good here. Like, Gal Gadot, when she shows up as Wonder Woman, 
she's good. Like her theme is awesome. That's the first time you hear in this her movie. Her theme is the best thing in right? it. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. there's decent stuff here. Ben Affleck is very good. Lex Luthor, I didn't love. I, I, you know, I really like Jesse Eisenberg. I think he's pretty good in a couple movies. Um, you know, Zombieland and, and Social Network and stuff. I really like him in those movies. Here, I just don't care from his Lex Luthor at all. It's too young to play. Yeah, it's just, it was it, just I don't think weird. it matters that he's too young. I think I like I, I, I told you guys I like Lex Luthor as a tech bro. I think having a tech bro as a villain, especially, I think it's even more poignant now in, in, you know, between the pandemic and tech bros making millions of dollars even more because of the pandemic, the whole GameStop thing, all this kind of like tech bros are the villains in our, in our reality, basically. Um, so I like Let's Luther as, as that archetype but i think they told jesse eisenberg do what you did on the social network but add some add onto it and it kind of made him into like this manic flighty kind of personality which which was grating it was too grating what's the post credit scene too- when he's ringing the bell right that's this movie right what is that's isn't that isn't that breaking bad no it's been well, a that, while that is breaking bad yes but no there's a he, he keeps saying some phrase over again he's like fake ringing a bell or something i, I can't remember but it's like yeah at that point i'm just kind of like i'm i'm over i'm over him in in this movie i think it's a yeah, post and he was going like ding 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 oh. yeah. yeah well that's because they show him hit with the shaved head right 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 i don't know Any, anything else you guys want to touch on with this one uh the whole doomsday at the end was that doomsday at oh, the doomsday. end i thought that was I was, I was like, yeah, I was like, you guys are putting this in the to movie Doomsday. too. Yeah. I was like, you guys are doing too yeah. much. <laughs> you guys are doing way too much in one movie. Yeah, and you know, and then they killed it Superman. Was, it was a lot, but then the dirt moved at the end, so they didn't really kill Superman. And that's the thing; they didn't. It's it's like what they did in the Rise of Skywalker with Chewbacca. They killed him, and then two minutes later, it's just like you know, it's not going to last. There's no weight to it. Why do we feel sad right. and I was, that the, Superman is the dead? The one after thing I felt in Rise of Skywalker was like, they killed, they killed Chewbacca? Chewbacca? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you freaked like, out. Oh. That's to me. And then, like, and, then, and then like five minutes, I almost cried. And then five minutes later, he's back. I'm like, he's back. There's no stakes in this movie. I checked out after yeah. that. Well, they killed him. They killed C-3PO. And then guess what? They killed nobody. Nobody they nobody, nobody was, was permanently killed in that except movie. That except that ass Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren. right? Yeah. Anyway, you can listen to to an episode about that if you want to hear me rant about that for for ninety minutes. Um. Anyway. All right. So uh, I asked T first last time, Ariani. I'll ask you: bad film or bad rap? Bad film. T. It, it go it, even though there's some moments that are enjoyable. It's a bad film. What do you think, Anthony? I'm gonna go with bad rap because I, I you know what? It's not a great film by any means, but. It's not the worst film. I mean, there are some really bad ones coming up on this list. I'm just gonna go with bad it's rap because I the list, my friend. I could I could watch this and enjoy it. I I think it's middle of the road for me. With, sure. With, in terms of the the nine films coming up. All right. Ne- next on the list. All right. So uh, 2016, David Ayer's uh, Suicide Squad. So I'm just gonna ask right off the bat. <sighs> bad film. Bad rap. Ready? Ariani, go. Bad, T, go. Bad film. Bad, bad film. film. Bad film. <laughs> Bad film. Bad, bad, bad film, film. Bad film. Bad, <laughs> bad film. Across like, there's the board. no like. It's like Family on. Feud. It's that third X. It's that third X in Family. Do we bah, have? To, bah, what could bah. we say about this? Okay, so we don't have to say a lot, but let's let's slam it for a little bit. <laughs> so I actually enjoyed the last half of the film. It was so bad that Kate and I 
were like we and we were watching. We were the only people in the in the audience, and we were just out loud making fun of it and laughing and just like ridiculing the film like vocally in the theater. It is, and we had a good time doing that. Yeah, I saw this at home. I didn't even see this in the movies. I saw this in theater. I've seen every DC EU movie in theaters. I haven't even done that with the Marvel movies. Oops. Um. <laughs> oh, she did it! There's our first one. I knew it was going to be. I was trying to bait you guys. Drink. I, I, I was trying to bait you guys earlier because I was like, "Yes, the DC just universe." Just like those other it's films. It, it, I know it, what you were doing. See, just like those other, that other that other companies' films. Anyway, <laughs> that was funny. No, but my point is, it sucks. Go ahead. It does. No, but my point is I've seen every DCU movie in theaters. I watch this in theaters and it is the first time I've ever walked away from a movie in my life cuz I go to the movies, you know, fairly often before the 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 quarantine times. And it's the first time I walked away from a movie, especially a superhero movie feeling completely disappointed. I was not entertained. I did not like anything in it except for harley quinn who i thought was enjoyable although i hated how they used her in the movie <laughs> okay it's instead of talking about all the things that were absolutely horrible let's try and find a couple let's, of things that we like you, you know I, like, right, harley, quinn, harley, quinn was Har- harley quinn was harley was good in that movie right yeah, harley was I, good. I didn't mind uh joel kinnaman as rick flag although overrated Hmm? Anyway, that? J- Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag. I didn't mind him. Yeah, I think he's a good actor. I like <laughs> this is Katana. Like she has my back. Sure. Anyway, well, there's um, overreacting <laughs> by every. Ca- We're bad guys. Remember your favorite line of all time, Ariadne. Oh, that. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. That is the line that I think nails what I hate the most about Suicide Squad because these are all right. villains, right? Oh. These are all meant to be villains. They're all supposed to be forming a team to stop an even bigger bad guy somehow, even though it's it doesn't... The plan makes no sense. Who was sense. the bad guy again? It was... I don't even remember. Enchantress. But she was being controlled by somebody else, right? I don't know. I Honestly, I can't... <laughs> we don't remember, because yeah. it doesn't en- matter, Enchantress right? and her brother, you know, they were supposed to... It, it was stupid. But, oh, it was another, like, yeah, yeah, ancient yeah. person yeah, in some, yeah, yeah. some hidden temple. But yeah. I hate the line, and it was in all the trailers, it was in all the promos, where Carly Quinn goes, we're the bad guys, that's what we do. And it's just like, no! No villain worth his salt is out there going we're the baddies no they think we're the they think they're the good guys they think that they're doing the cool thing they think that you know they're greedy and they're they're out for themselves they think they're they're doing what's right by them you know what they don't think they're not doing it because they're bad they're doing it because they're selfish right but if anyone would say that they have some kind of world it would be her or the joker that know that they're the bad guys. Yeah. Like I feel like. Oh God! And let yeah. don't even get me started on this Joker. Oh, terrible! Don't 
Mm, with the damage, damage on, on his, his forehead. forehead. Okay, and I don't want to go deep dive into this. I'm just going to say I I don't have an opinion on that Joker because there was not a, they, they, not enough of him was shown for me to say whether it was good or bad. Because it was so bad, they cut the it movie. out. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. But they could have cut him out from the movie, and it would have been the same movie, which is like insane considering think, right. all the I nonsense think, Jared Leto did to his co-stars. What I heard, it, right. <laughs> what I heard is that. They have so much footage that they could have put in a, like a 45 minute to an hour film, short film of just that Joker. You know, anyway. I, I hated the look That's of the just Joker what I heard. to begin with. It, 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 he could have been as good as Heath Ledger. He just looked so stupid that it wasn't going to redeem the, the performance, I don't think. Okay, I'm going to put it out there for like maybe, uh, uh, I, you know, I wouldn't put money on it, but maybe that's not Joker. They could retcon it. And I have heard this online like years ago that that's Robin. And there's history in the Paul Dini that that did not not Dick Grayson, but that Jason, Jason Todd, Todd he became the Red was Hood, recaptured by the in the comic books, right. but in like in in uh, Batman Beyond doesn't isn't it Jason Todd? Oh, it's Tim Drake, Robin, who gets turned into a Joker. Now that might be interesting that they pick one of the Robins, maybe even you know. Uh, Dick Grayson, and that 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 character is actually Tim Grayson, who was poisoned by the original Tim Joker. Tim Grayson, you're mixing your Jokers up. I mean, uh, your, your Robins Tim up. Grayson, my, my Robins <laughs> up. <laughs> but um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it you know, I it, it, okay. What I liked, Captain Boomerang. I like Captain Boomerang, and I liked it where they're like, oh, we just turned off all the things in our head. Oh, and Slipknot goes uh, all, all the bombs in our neck, and they go, and it goes, and they go. Oh, we just turned it off, and he goes, "You don't mean we don't have to be here anymore?" And they're in the bar, and he goes, "You don't mean?" And then he just walks right out, <laughs> and I'm like, I laughed out that's loud. That's a bad. That's a bad guy thing. And I thought that's that a perfect was, bad guy thing. It was perfectly great. I don't have to be here. F- you guys, and he was out, <laughs> and I was like, that was the best thing ever. I was like, that was funny in the context of the thing. In the thing that yes, why would they stick around? Oh, we got to go and do this and they all want to team up again. I'm like, oh, that's both. Captain Boomerang is great. And then two minutes later, they ruin the joke because they're all walking down the down the street in a line like they're in some kind of like Martin Scorsese film or something like that. And then all of a sudden, they're like, he comes in and he walks in without a word and lines up with them. Oh, it's like, uh, why would you come back? And all the music choices were so jarring and ridiculous and nonsensical well, I was just I, like, ironically it was this. like trying to knock off guardians of the galaxy which the sequel but it, right. but it was worse <laughs> It was worse. And right. you know what's even worse is knowing knowing that the editors, because the trailer was so popular, people loved the trailer so much. They were like, well, the people who edited the trailer, we got to get them to edit the movie. And that's exactly what happened. And they re-edited it like, like a month before, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, gosh, there was a point I was going to make. Oh, was, was I the only one that didn't the love the trailer? The first trailer? I, I like... I didn't, I didn't love it either, to be quite honest, because... They people overuse Queen so much. Queen is great, but they they they're they're overused at this point um, because they're so beloved. But my point about the Joker, and it it didn't occur to me until just now when Anthony said he didn't like the look of it. It's just like, all right, they try to make him into like this gangster, like this modern like hood gangster, right? The reason why it doesn't work is because the joke he's white. Jared is a white man. He looks stupid. But if they were to cast a black man as a Joker. People would have a freaking conniption. People would lose their minds. And he wouldn't look as stupid. 
if he was if he was that way if he wouldn't he wouldn't look stupid if they had a a black joker who was like a a, a gangster in the city you know with right. the with the long trench coat with the gold tooth is it stereotypical yes but he wouldn't look stupid but, he would wear it well jared little looks stupid but the, okay something that i mean but will smith dressing like a pimp in That's this right. movie that was about that. uncalled for <laughs> What the what the hell was that? That was uncalled for completely. But I was like, I was like, did not somebody say don't do this? And it, it's kind kind of like David Ayer I, is I mean, is. It, it didn't make sense. I mean, it didn't bring anything to his character other than he has a you know he has he, he has a love for black exploitation films from the seventies. I don't know what what is it. I don't get shaft it. Shaft or something. I don't know. I don't know. Release the and air tr- cut. Th- Release the air cut. Yeah. And then we can do an episode on no. it. And you know what? God, no. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, you, and you know what? Will Smith should have put his foot down there. Will Smith should have said, you can't make me wear this. Get, 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 go well, back. Well, here's the thing. Will get Smith, me another Will, Will Smith bring, has bring a lot of Bring me a suit. Will Smith has a lot of clout right. in Hollywood. They can't make him do anything right. he doesn't want to do. The only reason he probably right. wore that suit, because he liked it. And he wanted to. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> right. no, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> I mean, unless at one point he's like, you know what? This is bad. I ain't even going to fight it. Let's roll. What do you want me to wear? You know, and, he, and Will Smith is smart. Will Smith, Will Smith is very smart. He's not a stupid man. You know why? Because he turned down the role in Django. He turned down the role in Django. And I think that was very smart of him because he said, Will Smith said that Django was not the lead part in that movie. And he is 100% correct. But that's for another podcast. I think. <laughs> all right. So I already anyway, asked you guys, so bad, we'll, we'll skip that. So the Completely next one film. on the list, I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement. Uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 2017, Patty Jenkins. Really like Wonder Woman. I think it's, um, yeah. I think it's really good. I think uh, in terms of the credit it gets, it's a little overrated. I saw your face, Ariani. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's <laughs> the same story as Captain America. Why does everybody on this podcast only say like women led films are, overrated yeah you know? i wonder why <laughs> i mean it follows the structure of captain america <laughs> right? podcast is misogynist right it follows the structure of captain america the third act is a another mess where it's just cg all over the place but gal Gadot is really good uh chris pine is is really great in this movie overall i like it um unfortunately i didn't see this one in the movies we were moving at the time so it just got got by me i actually bought it and i watched it at home um you know, and I, I like it. I think it's good. I, I think it's good. I, I like it as much as Man of Steel. And I think that the problem, some of the same problems with Man of Steel are in this the, the, the this Wonder Woman film. I think the third act, was, that final fight, was just a dark mess of gray stuff happening. I, I hated that final fight. I was just like, um, I, ch- I checked out. I was checking my watch. The fight where Wonder Woman was in that small European town and like messed up the tank and was jumping through buildings. That was that awesome. was amazing. Right when she came, that was awesome. when she came out of the foxhole, and then I mean, and then just the no just started land? going from there. Right, no man's right. land. And that right. was that's the highlight of the brilliant, movie. Sure. Brilliant. That- it I, it, it would have ended there. It would have been better. Right, Wonder it Woman. If it ended there, would have been better. Wonder Woman and the DCEU as a whole for me peaked. With No Man's Land. Because when you go to see a superhero movie, especially one with DC characters, because DC characters, as far as I'm concerned, are like our our American mythology. You know, they're the ones that Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, 
uh, Aquaman. These are basically American mythology, uh, superpowered beings with associated with certain places. But DCU, the DCU peaked with No Man's Land, and it gave me the uh, like the Christopher Reeve uh, Superman feels. Where you see her, she 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 says in the trench that she is going to go out there and save people, and that's and what no she matter does. no matter what. That's, that's what, exactly she, what does. she does, and she did it by herself. Uh, you know, uh, Steve Trevor says you can't save everybody, and she's like, "Watch me," and she did. And it's just like I I watched that movie. I saw it in a drive-in. I went to I drove up to to Warwick, New York, watched it in a drive-in movie theater, and I dressed up in my wonder woman bombshells uh, uh like the outfit she wears for that comic they sell a, a replica of it at hot topic and i bought it and i dressed up to go watch that movie because i love wonder woman and i love the movie i agree that it, the third act was not good third act was not good it was a mess i don't love um david Thewlis as aries i i thought he was kind of misplaced as that as that character but to me uh, wonder woman represents the best of what these movies can do by far. Spade, we didn't do a Wonder Woman uh, podcast coverage on this podcast. We, did we? we weren't the no. podcast at the time. Yeah, the, the podcast did not exist. Uh, <laughs> a lot of these movies, yeah. honestly, a lot of these movies came out before we started recording. That's why we don't have any material on. That's yeah, why I thought yeah. this would be a fun episode to kind of go through them right now. So, so I have a, I have a, actually, this is, and this is not like, I'm not trying to be, uh, uh, this is not like uh, I'm trying to trick you here. What what do you feel, Ariani, that Steve Trevor was challenging Wonder Woman for the protagonist role in this film? I think I think I had a little bit of an issue with that. It se- the, the film seemed to too much follow Steve Trevor, and he had too much agency. Uh, definitely, in, definitely in 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 the second one as well. I feel like I think there was too much Steve Trevor. I think the problem with that it's not necessarily a problem. Is that Chris Pine is a more famous famous actor than Gal Gadot, at least at the time. Now she's she's definitely well known, but Chris Pine was absolutely the more famous actor at the time. So people didn't really know Gal Gadot. They know Wonder Woman, but they don't really know this actress. They had a little bit of her in, in Dawn of Justice. But if you didn't go to see her, she was going to be the, the main draw of this movie. So you have to put her opposite someone who is well known. And who else is that going to be? It's going to be Chris Pine. And I thought he, he did great. And, you know, this is a fish out of water movie where they, put her, where they take Diana from Themyscira and put her in 19... 19- 10 1912 london and she doesn't know anything about anything she doesn't you know they have the cute scenes where she has to go find a dress because she dresses weird rake overseas yeah she and they had one they had one in the second wonder woman too yeah yeah, yeah. they had a makeover scene kate gets pissed every time there's a makeover scene <laughs> she's like Ugh. well the thing is the the makeover didn't take at least in the first wonder woman she didn't like it but I think I don't think I don't think Chris Pine outshined Gal Gadot because Gal Gadot really. I'm saying in script, and I'm not saying in terms of the actors. I'm saying I, I guess I would say in terms of the script. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, he okay. does get the big sacrifice. He's he's the one who who sacrifices himself at the end of the movie. Um, yeah. But it's 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 kind of they kind of fridge him. They fridge Steve Trevor. Except it, it it was at the end of the movie to give Diana the motivation to to become this uh, god killer powerful being. In this movie, is it is is Wonder Woman the child of Zeus or is she the child of Ares? I don't think, I think they she's say, the child of Zeus. 
I think she's a child of Zeus. I think she's just in the comic book. Sometimes she's a child of Ares, which I like better because it's more like a Darth Vader kind of thing. Mm. There's this kind of Luke, I am oh, your father moment. For I think her. I've seen one of the so, animated so, movies like that, versus where Ares right. was the father and she was like fighting him. It was pretty. I cool. like that mythos better. I like that mythos better. That that it would have fit this movie better. She's. It would have yeah. made a third act it, 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 a little more interesting. Yeah, and and that and I feel like because. Then it gives another layer to Wonder Woman where there's this like inherent, uh, inherited, uh, excuse me, inherited kind of power, uh, aggression, aggression and oh. power to kind of like fight a dark side kind of thing. I don't mean to make, you know, star, keep on making Star Wars references, but I think that would have been an interesting, at least I would have found it yeah. interesting. I, I, for me, Wonder Woman is the best of the DCU movies just because I think a lot of things elevate what we want from these kinds of movies as far as the imagery it's a very bright movie it's a very colorful movie uh the action the action scenes are edited awesome the fight scenes are cool minus the the third act i, I like the period piece of it the period like piece it, yeah. uh the uh the other because i, the I other just actors, like period pieces the other actors the uh uh the native american uh the uh i guess the the North African. And that was an inter- the, an interesting crew she had with the her, Scottish. Yeah, the it was Scottish a nice mix of people. It was it was like a it was like yeah it was a nice group of characters. They all played off each other well. The, the howling Womandos too. Yeah, right. The the chemistry between Gagado and Chris Pine really good. Didn't feel awkward or forced for me. What T? You don't like it? I, I think I think they're mismatched because I think they're very different actors, and I think. Maybe I'm still remembering Wonder Woman 84, yeah. so I'm, I'm thinking well, about that we'll get instead. To, I'm trying but, to, to be yeah. nice to Wonder Woman as a movie itself. I do think Wonder Woman 84 brings down Wonder Woman, sadly. Right. Um, but we're going to yeah. get to that, I suppose, eventually. Um, I think I think that they're, the Chris Pine and um, Gail Gadot is, is, are, are different actors. I think that... Chris Pine does his thing, you know, and he did a really good job as Captain Kirk uh, with the lines that he was given. Um, I think that he's he's really good, and I like to see him in things. He's he's uh, he's he's good to see on screen, but he is kind of like he has that kind of. Uh, he would have been a good Star Lord because he's kind of like mm-hmm. this. Yeah. You he know, has that bravado about him. Bravado, yeah. but also a little bit of. Uh, you know, a vulnerability, and he's like he's joking around, and but you know he he like <laughs> does he, get he an does, alarm he does for that mentioning kind of Captain Kirk Star Lord thing? <laughs> no, but then you already broke the, the yeah. We we've the seal that already. Broken. That's long gone. No, <laughs> the seal is broken. No. All right, da, 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 da. Uh, uh, three You could put a tiny alarm right now. Okay, and then I we have to drink. Okay, there we go. All right, so. Now, but, but you wanna, gra- now I'm right, gonna go I'm gonna go be ahead. a little bit cruel with Gail Gadot. Oh, is she? And I I don't I don't mean to be. Um, she's good as Wonder Woman, but she could she be better. She stands there. She she is. <laughs> but she's she's you know. But she's she's she could she's be better. Like she's a, she plays the ideal. She looks the part. She has this kind of great smile. She does the look, and then there's this king. But when it comes to more of like an actor's actor trying to deliver dialogue and working in a scene and reaction and doing all these things. She's, I think she's a movie star more than an actor. Yeah. And, and I feel that you can't give her too much 
because when those scenes where she has to emote or have a scene where she goes from point A to point B versus in dialogue, I don't think she she she, she can, can get that done. Up. Sorry. I still think I I don't think she's she's honestly that bad by any means. Uh, was I, I I tried to be nice in my <laughs> criticism. I tried to be but be true. The punch in the pillow. You know? The punch in the pillow. Right. But anyway, all right. So I think I we're say all good film. Yeah. yeah, bad film, film, bad rap. Film, yeah, film. I think it's across the board, bad rap. Bad, bad rap, bad, bad rap. All right, so next brings us to probably the most controversial film, if you want to say, given the, the, the recent news and everything that's going on around Justice League. But yeah, Justice League, di- directed by Joss Whedon slash Zack Snyder. That's the next one. That's, that's the next one. That's I the guess. order that yeah. they came out, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm just used to there being so many uh, films from another company that- That shall <laughs> not be named right there. now. That should that shall not be named. Um, that that ju- they made it to Justice League really quick. So that, but, that's um, the thing. The, they did not. They did not build a lot to get to Justice League. They were like, "We got to do this quick. We got to do this quick." And then it's just like, "Boom, Justice League." Yeah, I mean, basically, it's Man of Steel, right? Batman vs Superman, and then you could have went right to Justice League. Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad could have been cut out because they don't really add anything to Justice League. No, right? they they provide and, a little context for Diana, but right. nothing when you get else to what? as the far Steve as Trevor yeah. line. That's it though. Yeah, like if you cut out the Steve Trevor but, line, there's no, you don't need Wonder Woman. Yeah, the movie, right? Not not the character, but yeah, I mean J- Justice League. It's a mess. It's a, that's that's the only way to put it. It's a, it's a mess. It's a Frankenstein of a movie. <laughs> I, I can only make a list of things that are awful about this movie. Is there anything that you like about it? Think real hard. Uh, give me some time. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't have it. I don't have an answer to that right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't have much of an answer. Oh, you know, you know what I do like? Um, whoever decided to make Aquaman a Polynesian cowboy, uh, give him a raise. I dig that. I dig that vibe for Aquaman because uh, Aquaman as a character, I'm I'm guessing you know people people make fun of of him as a character because it's just like what do you do you you know didn't they even do it in a movie? It's just like you talk to fish. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I quoted but, Harley Quinn this morning and this morning before and using your favorite line, Ariane. I got to quote Aquaman and use T's favorite line, "My man, right?" T, I, I know you love that. Man. Line. Oh, no, 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 no. It was the that's my man. It's horrible, 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 horrible writing. Yeah, he, he had all he had. Th- this Aquaman has all the depth of uh, uh, Mr. Kool Aid or what? What's a Kool Aid man? Yeah, but, that, but that's but that's another thing, another wasted opportunity. But you know what? They, they well, I don't see that. I don't see that they're making him. You know, Aquaman. They they, they tried to make him more like Namor from Marvel. But see, they um, <laughs> they did they did the same thing to um to Cyborg too. He had they they had him go booyah like it's two thousand five, and it's just like why why you bunch of racists? Well, why do you have the men of color just say? Uh, but that's stupid, his catchphrase from the Teen Titans. It? Yeah, that that's why that's in there. I guess I don't remember that from the original Teen Titans from the comic book, the source I don't, material. I don't know, from, but definitely uh, it's from the cartoon. I know that Marv Wolfman and cartoon. George Perez. I don't remember him ever saying booyah. Well, that's the thing. The cartoon that is wasn't from there. the cartoon is from a certain era. You know, and it, it to me it felt Teen forced. Titans go. To, right. me, <laughs> to me, it felt forced, and I didn't yeah. like that they included that line because I was just like, "Ew!" Like, why do you have the black man saying "booyah"? And why do you have the other man of color going "my man"? Like, why do you have this? And why do you have this shot of the one woman when she shows up? Why do you show her butt? Like, why? What is this? Like, oh god! And why does 
Why did Joss Whedon recycle a joke? And I don't care. I'm going to drink. Why did he recycle a joke from Age of Ultron where the Flash face planted into Wonder Woman's boobs? It's the same joke that he did in Age of Ultron. Oh, do, do you know that's not Gal Gadot in that scene? Oh, it's a... It's a do you guys know that? Double? She wouldn't call... She wouldn't go along with that joke, so they filmed that as a double. Uh, but either way, like for people who missed it, it's the same joke that that was done in Age of Ultron, where where uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo face plants into Scarlett Johansson's boobs. Yeah, I saw that and cringed when I rewatched Age of Ultron I, before it, WandaVision. I watched Justice League in theaters, and when I watched that happen, like it clicked for me immediately. I was like, did he just recycle that joke? I was like, that did that happen again? I was like, are you kidding me, Joss Whedon? And anyway, that dude, uh, uh, I'm glad his career is on the rocks at this point because my God, my God. Yeah, and he, I hope, he's I, hope much Ray, over. I hope Ray Fisher, I'm, I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Ray Fisher because there, there's a lot of drama with, with that at this time. I don't know what's going to happen, but I hope he gets what he deserves. I hope good things come, come for him. And I hope he gets to see Cyborg again because... You can tell the thing is like I could tell with with him especially that he really liked being in this movie and he really liked being this character. I think he was the one who tried the most out of every actor in this movie. So I I'm going to make a list of stuff I don't like and I'm just going to I'm just going to like open it up and tear, you know, well in a china shop kind of thing. I'll start with Cyborg. Cyborg shouldn't be in this movie. Cyborg is in the T is a Teen Titan. He should be in the T Titans movie headed by led by Robin. And, and and they've never gotten Cyborg right. They put him in every other freaking thing from Doom Patrol to this and they don't get this kind of empathetic thoughtful guy that is going on and I didn't see that in here. He shouldn't be in here. And you're saying, well, you know, there should be people of color in this film. I go, yeah, but then that's a problem with the DC characters that there's not enough people of color um, and they should have brought somebody else. It could have easily been Jon Stewart, Green Lantern. And yeah, I why, thought why that's why they should have gone. Why, why, why wasn't they, it him? Why, why wouldn't they Green Lantern? It's weird. Right? Why Why? Why not uh, Black Lightning? Why not this? Why not that? There's other, there, why not Mr. Terrific? You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of there's characters that they could have put. They could, there's a huge there's roster. A huge, they could have got they could have dug a little deep. I don't know why they're doing cyborg. Probably because they wanted an Iron Man type person. Two, the mustache. I'll move on. Three, um, or lack thereof. Um, uh, three. Who thought it was a good idea for the Flash to run like this? You mean like he's you know like, I mean? I'm like none of you can see like, what T is like, doing, like, but like, T is like, like his arms are really he's running like his arms are really tired. It's like he's clearly running on a treadmill. Ezra Miller's clearly running on a treadmill, but something is off. Oh no, it's not that he's running on a treadmill. I think I, they had him on roller skates. That's they? what they did. They had I, him well, on, I was yeah. just joking about him ice skating. I think they had him on roller skates. I think that's how they did it. Listen, I know it, we're not it, supposed it, to bring up Marvel movies, but they did it better with Quicksilver in the X-Men films and Age drink, of Ultron. Drink, 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 and then, drink. <laughs> and then here, he just looked stupid. He looked stupid. He did, he did look very stupid. I was like, that is so not badass. And I'm, it's I'm awful. A, I'm alone in this. I did not think Ezra Miller was funny. I did not laugh at his jokes. I did not. I think they tried to make him like this, like... I think that's uh, I'll blame on Joss Whedon on that. I, yeah. I I don't I don't know about this Ezra Miller guy. He tried to choke out a fan or knock yeah, her to yeah. the ground or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't it's know like, what that person said to him, but you know what I mean? Like but like It's I didn't, like they I don't tried to make anything. him like this weird like 
a neurodivergent type character. Like he's like this weird. And if you're going to do that, that's fine. But you got to be real. You got to de- you got to do your research and you got to come correct when you're going to do some like neurodivergent kind of thing or something like that. You got to do that right. Because I think there's space for people, characters that are like that. And I hopefully they kind of do that with Reed Richards a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think uh, uh, drink Marvel, drink, drink, drink. Um, <laughs> but like. You know what though? Uh, the only thing I, I did like another with, scene. With him another was, scene. I, I hate. I, I like the the stuff with Ezra Miller and um, and uh, Bruce Wayne when when they first one made scene. each other. The, yeah, the, one you scene. Know, I thought I thought that was alright. The, the rest of it, he's in the Flash that, costume. That feels doing. like a Zack Schneider moment. That feels right. like a Zack Schneider so part re- of the film. This, what I'm really interested Not for is, is the the Snyder cut to find out right because what they said is being done is none of the Joss Whedon footage is being used right now. They have four hours. Uh, a four-hour movie coming out. So if you're cutting out all the Joss Whedon stuff, what is going to be here? So essentially, this is going to be a brand a, new a movie. It's not a Snyder cut. It's a new so, movie. Is that right? That's what I'm saying. Like, but you know no what? You that have- means the, the more different it is, the better. Right. That means I was right. That means you remember when I said the Snyder cut doesn't exist? I said the Snyder cut doesn't exist. It basically doesn't because he had to make a whole new movie. Right. Okay. Right. Am I wrong? Is that because that's that, not I a mean, cut? <laughs> That's not a cut. Hmm. You're, 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 you have new footage that wasn't previously right, done. Right. You're making a I whole mean, you, new movie, right, my you friend. Double, you basically, you're doubling the runtime of a movie that already exists, and you're cutting out everything that you didn't film. Now, I have to assume out of that two hours, what, maybe they only used a half an hour, 45 minutes of, of Zack Snyder footage? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I think the stuff in the beginning with Batman on the rooftop and Jim Gordon, that's probably Zack Snyder. That looks like his style and everything. Yeah. But yeah. after that, I'm not I'm not really sure. And what a horrible ne- villain! All right, T, T wants to get something. What a waste of a villain! Wait, wait T wants to get something. <laughs> Next off his thing, chest. go T, go. Next thing I don't like. Next thing I don't like that scene with Wonder Woman tending to Batman's injuries. Ugh. What a what a misogynistic fire nonsense! A, and, it's, and, and it's you know this was written in mind. This was written in mind where. Ben Affleck didn't have what did you say his his, his drunk chin his booze chin <laughs> his booze chin he didn't have his booze chin so what happens is wonder when the scene was written on paper they imagined Ben Affleck like completely ripped in shape with his shirt off and going like yeah I'm fine and Wonder Woman's like oh you're tending his room which is misogynistic anyway but they imagine but instead they had they had like they had a Ben Affleck with his bat suit like this going oh. <laughs> my back and he was kind of like clutching <laughs> clutching his his chest and going oh to hide like listen, to hide his belly alfred should have came <laughs> in and said listen i got this get out of here yeah pretty much <laughs> it was it was like it was a pair oh my gosh ben you look terrible you look terrible this scene was written for you to be ripped and this is awful can they have, and joss whedon just went with that joss whedon would just went with, i blame joss whedon that whole scene there yeah i think was a that that scene and the that that whole conversation that was all joss whedon that's and I it, blame it reeks it. of joss whedon it reeks of joss yeah. whedon um for sure awful. Um, oh, awful 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 and um, villains bad oh another thing another thing <laughs> the entire the entire time in wonder woman she looked beautiful. She was wearing armor that showed a lot of skin, but she was not objectified. Objectified by by, but by the camera. The first five minutes of Justice League, they do the 
like if it was like an early Marvel film with Black Widow, it was just drink, like they drink, showed her drink, boots drink, and just drink, drink, br- drink, brought, drink. Brought, brought <laughs> it zoomed in right on her ass. Yeah, and, I told you, you the, know, the, the and, and it was like, and, and you know what, this, you know what, it, she looked good, but it was objectifying, and it was completely. I mean, I was like, wow, you know, but it was like. <laughs> That completely ruins everything that they were trying to do and the whole like, idea of everything. And then Wonder he, Woman, he all was of a like sudden, Christopher Walken, Ariane. He was like, "Wow, <laughs> oh, wow!" But, but, but it had. You know what? Drink. Get your drinks ready. Joss Whedon did the same thing with Black Widow and the Hulk, and they. She turns into a caretaker role. It was a instead of a frontline fighter. Age of Ultron. I'm sorry. Alarm me. It's such a horribly misogynistic movie. It's so it's so misogynistic with how they treat Black Widow, and I'm not surprised that that kind of attitude bleeded over into Justice League. Not even a little bit. Um, and you know, let alone Age of Ultron. I'll bring it back to the first Avengers film. Blaming Josh. I'm talking about Josh. 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 Bleeding. Like, and I'll say this again. I've said this a thousand times, and Anthony's gonna laugh. Why the hell is Loki in the back of a pickup truck in the inciting incident in this film? Why the hell is that? This is Loki coming through a portal? He's riding some kind of magnificent mystical beast that is like, like could take on Godzilla. He should be coming through the thing. A dragon something, like a manticore. He should be on the back of a manticore, like like ripping some after the thing. Some type of Asgardian oh, horse with three heads. Nice, nice right. to see nine years later, your opinion hasn't changed, T. I love it. And he's there in the back of a pickup truck. He was fired Get up the hell out of the here, movies Josh that night. Eden. Three, three o'clock you know in the what morning the on a train in- yelling about Loki in a pickup truck. And and you know what? And you know what? That final fight scene in, in Avengers was awesome. That has nothing to do with Joss Whedon. You know why? Because they had that thing storyboarded out and it animatic out to the whole thing, probably before he was even hired onto that thing. I mean that was it. That final fight scene wasn't him. He might have cut, put in a couple of zingers. He's still he might have put still the director sprinkled on in that. a couple of zingers, you know. He's but still the director get, on that. I'm sure he, he did a lot of good him. I'm sure he did a lot of good hard work on Avengers, but he is yeah, ultimately yeah. Yeah. Oh let's uh throw good Loki in the back of a pickup truck. He is ultimately a misogynist. This is the big problem with Joss Whedon more than anything. But as awesome as the Avengers finale was, the finale for this is terrible. It's another black screen or green screen just effects and everything's dark and red and it's just Mother boxes. No, I think they they, that's, they that's colored it up. Didn't they color it up? Yeah, it was just like <laughs> there was no yeah, it was, you know, I, I I just saw Godzilla King of Monsters last night and I fell asleep at the end thing because it was just my eyes were tired. It was just gray things hitting each other in a gray burning landscape. Very boring. End of Wonder Woman, end of, yeah, oh, it's Very awful. Very boring. You know? And then there was like, yeah, I no. guess, uh, I mean, there was a post credits on that one, right? Where they, where, who did they tease? Deathshot? Oh, de- uh, Deathstroke. Oops. Joe Mang Joe Manganiello. <laughs> yes. Joe Manganiello. Hey, yo. Who Joe, is Joey Manganiello? Joey Mang. I'm not a big fan of his acting. Joey Mang. I'm not a big fan of his acting, but he is one of the biggest proponents of Dungeons and Dragons and, and role playing games. He is a hot my hat, boy. My hat. You know, my I hat's love my hat, boys. <laughs> and his wife is Colombian. Movie greenlit right now. <laughs> and his his wife is Colombiano. Colombiana. Mi, mi, mi She's a lady. 
Colombiana. <laughs> I'm such a gringo. Let me not even try. With, with your Canadian sweatshirt. <laughs> I try. Yeah. Why? I know. I get it. A Canada oh, shirt. Uh, oh, this is this is a sweatshirt that I stole from my good friend um, uh, Ian Capitan. He's a very he's a he's an excellent rock star chef, and he's from Canada. And I we were roommates, and I stole it from him. So sorry, Shout Ian. Out, but I'm Ian. still wearing that. <laughs> Ian, I'm still wearing the hoodie. I'm still wearing your hoodie. This, I got. So I got to say, it keeps me warm in winter. This is the most fun I think I've had recording. <laughs> Because like, because right. we're just we're just complaining, I could, and I, I love could, it. I could come up with a bunch of stuff we with got, Justice we're League. We're not that even scratching listen, the surface, honestly. Listen, oh, one got, thing I liked. Right, one thing I liked. One thing I liked. When the Flash is running to try and get around Superman, and then Superman starts to turn in slow motion at him, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Superman's like, "Got a bead on me." I like that. Yeah, that was a that, that, that was actually a funny was a good joke. And there was a there was another post credits thing where they race each other, didn't they? That was cute. Yeah, that's from a comic book. Yeah, yeah. I got, well, isn't know, that a meme? I, I, no, I have that comic book. What is yeah, it a meme where for, people say who, 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 could, who could? Well, it's a meme too, where people are just like, who would who would win a foot race, Superman or, or the Flash? Right. What do you yeah, think? That's, that's been going on since the sixties. Um, if Superman has to keep his feet on the ground, it's Flash. But Superman's faster because, he, like, because okay, he can fly. So, so Superman, Superman right. back at that time, <laughs> Superman back at that time in the fifties and sixties in the DC universe, um, in the DC comics, he was this like person that just like had. It was like, what's your power? I have all the powers. So much so that he would be like, you know, the Legion of Superheroes, who are like a teenage superhero team from a thousand years in the future. Uh-huh. He would like be on a panel and be like. Hi. Oh, t- you know what I'd like to I'm bored. You know what I'd like to do today? I'm going to go visit my friends in the future, the Legion of Superheroes. And he would fly off the panel and not even another page. He just flies off the panel and flies into the future. And the next thing, like he was stepping, not even stepping through a doorway, stepping from one side of a room to another. He gets into the future. <laughs> <laughs> they really didn't think about the implications of 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 a of a person that could do that. Hence, Doctor Manhattan, I guess, right? But they they had to make you know, Alan Moore created Doctor Manhattan to kind of deal with that kind of opiness. All right, that, I'm yeah. done. All right, so All right, I'm not so, even going to ask. Justice League, bad film across the board. Moving yeah. on to the next one. Mm. Uh, 2018, James Wan's Aquaman. Uh, what do you guys think about Aquaman? I love it. I I I unapologetically love Aquaman, but my God, Amber Heard's wig. Why? Why is that wig so horrible? It is. It looks like it looks like the, that wig that Amber Heard has look like when you go to Disney World and you see one of the characters dressed up as Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like that. It looks like a cheap Ariel wig. And I'm just like, no, you guys have a budget. What is this? Um. Oh, I have like, a personal like story. Like an actor who went to Orlando to make a living instead of going to Hollywood, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> I have a personal story, actually. So Patrick Wilson, who plays... Um, Orm. Orm. He plays King Orm in this movie. And the Night Owl. He, he assaulted you at a bar. No, he works out at my gym. Um, and when I first joined it, he was working out for Aquaman uh, This during this whole thing. And when they had the DC, um, I guess the... Right. 
the what's it called <laughs> where they showed all the trailers for what's coming out uh during the summer the fan you see events. what's happening now uh, the yeah. whole fan event thing where they showed the new Batman trailer oh, and all Comic-Con. that stuff. No, well, I guess, but they didn't have a Comic Con this year. Whatever they had a- I don't know. Whatever you're making I up don't right know. now. <laughs> whatever. I'm not making it up, but whatever they had a few months ago where they premiered Stop. all the trailers. I'm imagining she's like, she's like, it works out as Jim. I imagine her trying to get on the treadmill next to him and he's like running and she's running. She's, she's like, she's running like the flash. No, and she's like, and then she's like, you, so, so you met Henry Cavill? Shut up. There's I, I can't even talk hey, to him because hey, I get hey, Patrick, so nervous. Patrick, Patrick, look at this. Who do I look like? She's running like the Flash. <laughs> Actually, I would run like the Flash because I can't run. I, I run horribly. But no, it's one, it's a CrossFit gym. There's no treadmills. Two, when they showed the... Pardon us. Shut up. Can I talk? <laughs> Yeah, because we haven't let you talk yes, all yes, night. Yes. Go ahead. Here's your <laughs> moment. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk. Now you made me self-conscious. No, no, no. Come on. Tell the story. I want to know. <laughs> no, is that they showed footage of him working out at the gym. So I was like, hey, there's my coach. There's all these people where he was like showing his routine where he was working out for Aquaman. But he's, I was honestly like so happy to see him in this movie because I think he's great. He chews up the scenery. And I love that. I love when actors chew up scenery and they do a good job at it, when they look good doing it. It's fun yeah. when people look like they're enjoying themselves in a movie. Right, right. Yeah. And you can see yeah. it and you can tell. And it's I, like, I like him it's as an actor. I think he's a good actor. It, I think what sucks is when you see people taking themselves so seriously in these types of movies. And James Wan really gets the tone of these movies. And it's just like, it's not that serious, folks. It's a man who controls water and talks to fish and control the oceans. It's not that serious. Let's have fun while we can. And he, it, it's fun. It's so fun. I think there's space for seriousness in Aquaman. I think oh, there is inherent. The, the black I think there's good. Yeah, I think inherent in his character is this thing that you know, and hopefully they'll do this with Namor and Marvel. Cheers. That you know, people, you know, humans are fucking up the planet, and there's this kind of seriousness to that. Um, I liked Aquaman a lot. I didn't love it. I liked it a lot. I appreciate its audacity because it just. It was like, it was a very like a Michael Bay kind of thing. You start with an explosion and you go up from there. Mm-hmm. He rode in on a Kraken at the end. And it was just like, it was just like, I was laughing. I was like, of course you did. Of Julie, course you did. Julie Andrews voiced a kaiju crab. I mean, <laughs> can you get anything better than that? Like, yeah. I have to watch it again. I yeah. have to watch I mean, it honest, again. before. I, uh, I like Aquaman too. I do have to watch it again because confession time. T and I saw this in the movies, right? But we did a double feature. We saw Into the Spider-Verse in the morning. Took oh. my son home. Took my son home. Then we went back to the movies and we had lunch and a beer before the movies. <laughs> yeah, you're, I you fell asleep to an Aquaman a couple times. Because what I you saw were t- I liked. <laughs> what I what I saw I liked. Um it you know what though? It was just so long. <laughs> I felt like the movie was so long. I I you spent all day watching movies, and then that, you had a beer at lunch. That can be part of the problem, too. Yeah. That can be <laughs> part of the beer, problem, too. Yeah, and you're over 30 having a beer at lunch. <laughs> I'm going to point out a couple of things I didn't like. I mean, I think I think uh, Tamora Morrison's de-aging tech thing they did with him was awful. Oh, I forgot I, he was I, even in know. the movie. He's the dad. He, right. plays, he plays Aquaman's right. father. Right. I totally forgot. Until right. he said it, I totally forgot. 
you know, the Amber Heard wig. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot what I was going to say. The stuff with Black Manta is good, right? That the fight in the yeah. in the little town in the middle of the movie was pretty good. No, I didn't like that. You that didn't whole like that thing one? where they're running across the rooftops. What? It felt like, and I'm sorry, I'm going to get in Bond. trouble with you guys for this. No, no, because James Bond, they kind of get they get normally they get it right, not during the Roger Moore days. But normally they get they get get that kind of stuff right. But it felt like Fast and Furious. I like it Fast and Furious. Ironically, James Wan directed Fast yeah, and Furious he's movies. Directed, he's directed Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Let's see how many Fast and Furious movies have you seen? Yeah, how many? Zero. I, exactly. I, I, I Shut up. <laughs> oh, I've only seen. I saw. Okay, check this out. Mm. I saw maybe patched together like forty-five minutes of the first one because I see it like different parts. It's not even the good I one. Saw, <laughs> I saw the end. Actually, personal story. The first one um, is a remake of Point Break. I back in the day, <laughs> right. I used to hang out with a crowd in Manhattan. Uh, back in the like the uh, did you guys call 90s. each other familiar? No, oh no, but, you don't get uh, that one reference. Of the, one of, no, he doesn't. Get and, it. and I was I, I was close friends with a lot of people, but my close friends were were, were friends with the the guy who wrote the original short story in Vibe magazine. I think it was Vibe. That was called The Fast and the Furious. And it was only a few pages, like 10 pages or something underneath. And it was about um, in, in in the boroughs of New York that there was um, street racing. Like Dominican, Dominican and Korean street racing versus each other. And mm. he sold it. He sold it. Uh, he sold it to for like, like $300,000. And he had a really big payday. Hopefully, he's getting some back end on this. Like, you know, every time there's a movie, he gets more money. Hopefully, I hope so because those movies guy. make a I lot I of money. I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to this guy in 20 years. Um, but, uh, but, um, but he said like that, oh, yeah, they like added a love story and the FBI. Yeah, they have to. <laughs> but he wasn't. Both facts. Both facts. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, all right. So, I saw a little bit of the first one. I never, never the whole thing, and not in order. Um, I saw the last big fight scene with the plane where Wonder Woman died. Gal Gadot dies in that one. Yeah. Um, I saw that, and I saw all of one hundred percent start to finish. Tokyo Drift. Ooh. So you- <laughs> I saw Tokyo Drift. It was on TV one day. Anyway. And I was like, well, in my we'll, single we'll, days, I was hungover, like sitting on a couch, going, "All right, I'll we'll watch." Get, we'll get we'll get like to the Saturday, Fast and Furious movies. Saturday, at, yeah, yeah, maybe we we'll gotta do a Fast happen. and Furious pod. But <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. Aquaman, anything else you guys want to add? It's a fun movie. I appreciate its ridiculous audacity. Jason yeah. Momoa, hot. Anyway, that's my <laughs> hot boy. All right, I love I'm, I'm, dumb polynesian cowboy aquaman i i love it i love that he's just this dumb jock who's just like well i hope you get a whole bunch of them in the snyder cut with the hawaiian surfer you know attitude type stuff and you know i don't think he's the best actor uh i don't think he's he's necessarily someone with a lot of he's kind of like gal gadot in a way where he's he's not he's not necessarily a strong actor but you know what he's there he's having a good time he's he's an action star he's an action time he's an action star he has charisma he has charm he's very charming and i like that i like that in him all very true yeah all right so Bad rap all around. I think, yeah, right? definitely yeah, has yeah, a bad good. rap. People, people bad need to rap. need to give it another chance because I think it's great. So next is uh, 2019's Shazam. Shazam's okay. 
It's cute. I felt like I was watching something produced by Nickelodeon. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I was like, I was like, and, and it, it was, it was just. T, you remember, felt, you remember, you remember like that comics low, are for kids sometimes? I felt it was like, no doubt, no doubt. But I felt like. Think, think of yourself as a child through a child's right. eyes. I love the character of Shazam, uh, and I and I really like him in second season of Young Justice cartoon uh, animated series. Uh, he is great. He uh, it was the first time when they actually played uh, Captain Marvel as a uh, as a yes. His name is Captain Marvel, by the way. Thank yep, you very the much. Yes, name. but w- yep. uh, I'll say Shazam. Shazam, just to not confuse yeah. people. Right. Right. Um, and they came out the same that, year, weirdly enough, right? It's complicated. We won't. Uh, we could do a whole episode on the legalese and everything about Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was first, and they lost, and they were sued by. Um, they were sued by DC for copyright infringement on Superman because it was too close to Superman. Oh, and then and then Fawcett Comics, Fawcett Comics stopped making Captain Marvel. The second that happened. Uh, Marvel Comics uh, uh, the rights or came in and no, they just created a character called Captain Marvel and it was nothing like Superman. So it was, it was, uh, um, it, it, so, so then they were able to, it's, it's complicated. Um, I like Shazam but, better because uh, I like the, the, that, that his name is an anagram for all like these, uh, these strong men right. in, in mythical history. I like that. I think that's a pretty cool cool mythos the power of the power of zeus the wisdom of um solomon um, solomon right yeah um but uh i, I mean it, it was it was yes it was very much a nickelodeon kids film right but now then that's fair but does that belong in the it, dcu it doesn't seem like it fits with the rest of the movie yeah it's it seems out of place and here's the thing with Star Wars and 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 because people say this about Star Wars and then people say this about everything and it goes Star Wars is a kids movie pump your brakes right because people get their arms chopped off in the very first one you don't do that in a kids movie two Star Wars is a movie for everyone when you go down to watch Shrek which is a kids movie you go you put this kids either parents have to bring their kids to a Shrek movie but the filmmakers understand that they have to have an overall structure because they know parents are going to have to sit through these films with their kids. So they're going to put the inside jokes. They're going to put these kind of well, things. Well, that's why it's called so a family movie. It's not necessarily a kids right. movie. A, a, a proper kids movie is something with like – that's something made for preschoolers, you know? A right, family right. movie you can't have, would be something like You can't like have two Shrek. hours of Sesame Street for a family to sit through in a, in a movie theater. Yeah. Listen, right now I got the Sesame Street alphabet in my head because <laughs> – you know, because you, know, you know, I have I have a kid now, so it's like Sesame Street alphabet for you. Um, but like, <laughs> but where was the stuff for everybody else here? Right? It wasn't, and I like the actor who played Shazam because he's in the uh, the marvelous Miss Maisel. I love that show, The Marvelous. Do you ever watch that? I haven't no, seen it. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, it's about a woman comedian in New York in the 1960s. It's on Amazon, streams on Amazon. Yeah, it's really good. I like it. Um, um, Obviously, there's issues with it, but I mean, like anything, but um, uh, it isn't a perfect show, but I really enjoy it. Uh, But uh, they're like, and, and he was a love interest for Ms. Maisel for one season. Where is this thing for everybody else? Right, so it's, it's <laughs> because if it's a kids up, movie, though, but I don't know if it's really kids. My kids weren't into it, 
my little one at the time we tried to watch it, he was scared by the beginning, which is weird Aww. because the beginning reminded me a lot of like it's Ghostbusters. Dark. Parents died, right? but right. it reminded me like the, the effects wise, like kind of look like Ghostbusters stuff. And my kids love Ghostbusters. They'll sit there and they'll watch Ghostbusters, which is weird. You know, so the little guy, he didn't like it. He was afraid. My older one was bored. And I'm watching. I'm like, it's okay. I mean, we tried watching it like three nights in a row. And after the third night, I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to force it on these guys anymore. I'm just going to watch it by myself. And yeah. it was okay. I mean, it wasn't the, the greatest of, of these movies. You know, not that there really is a great one. But, you know, I don't think it's the the worst. I think it's middle of the road, similar to like... um. Batman. It's. I don't think it's as good as Batman vs Superman. Um, you know, maybe it's it's below. I I put it on level. I guess with Aquaman, maybe. I think it's better than Batman vs Superman, just on principle, because Batman vs Superman from top to bottom is just like infuriating. Um, but I don't think it's better than Aquaman, just because it's not very memorable. It doesn't have a kaiju fight with right. crabs. Right. One thing that I I I, I still. Uh, I remember even when the promotional images came out and the trailers and stuff like that, I was just like, I didn't like the costume because it looked like Zachary Levi was wearing like, you know, when people wear like, like a those Halloween suit. costumes, like a muscle yeah. suit and it would look like it was padded and stuff like that. And there wasn't any scenes. I mean, I don't recall any scenes where he was like, they usually put in a shirtless scene with some actor so you can see how buff they got for the role. Um, and I don't think he had that. Uh, he looked like he was wearing a padded muscle suit. And I guess it's... Right. It's weird because not even Christopher Reeve or or even Michael Keaton, when they had like their suits, they didn't look too, they didn't look padded. They didn't look, you know, very stupid in in them. It looks more stupid that than, would, than, than. Christopher Reeve was wearing spandex. Yeah. <laughs> and if people make fun of him and it goes, oh, look at his build. You know what? He's better built than half of these people playing superhero. More than half of these people, yeah, playing of course, right you know. Now. But I thought even just the padded suit, I thought it looked pretty. If, if it was a padded suit, mm-hmm. I, so, I don't so know. Budget. It's Nick Nickelodeon budget. Um, it felt it felt it felt like what was that movie? Uh, it was like a high school for superheroes. Sky High with in a hat. Sky High. It felt <laughs> like Sky High. <laughs> it was like at that level, but Sky High was funnier. I mean, the budget for this movie was between eighty to a hundred million dollars. Low budget for these kind, this kind of movie. Yeah, you're gonna do Shazam, somebody who could kick Superman's ass. You, you, you gotta. Yes, Shazam can kick Superman's ass. Speaking of Superman, Superman has a vul. Yeah, vulnerable. Superman has a vulnerability. The vulnerability to magic. Speaking of Superman. They did the one thing that I thought they should have done for Justice League. Instead of spending all that stupid money on fixing Henry Cavill's mustache, I said, it's a kid filming Superman. Just cut his head off and make the camera crooked. He's doing it from a cell phone. Just make it really crappy footage. Should have had him grow a beard. <laughs> or, you, right, you could have done that. But It's easier to they, shave a beard than a mustache. <laughs> but they, um, you know, they, they spent all the money to make his face look weird. But then this movie just did the same exact thing. Superman comes walking in during the post credit scene, no head. And it, it was perfect. Like, why didn't anybody think of that for Justice League? It was so weird. I don't know. Anyway, I think Shazam was cute uh, as far as the movie, but it's not very memorable. And also because it's not a part of the larger story. They didn't think of a way to include Shazam as part of the larger story. They kind of, it's kind of felt like its own thing. 
it, it feels removed from the DCEU in a way. Obviously, right. it's it's part of it in even some even, way. Yeah, right. Somehow, I don't know how they plan on doing it, but they never reference anybody else or included anything else. I, I, it's not memorable. I don't remember who the villain is. And Jimon Hanzu as Jimon uh, Hanzu uh, as as uh, not the old one uh, as Shazam. Actually, that his name is Shazam. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, that was horrible miscast, and I love that actor. I love that actor, and he's being miscast. Um, but the the most fun in this movie, I think, was the end when all the kids got the superpowers, and you yes. saw the actors that were playing them. Yeah, I thought that was that was that was fun. Yes, that one that was great. And I think one of and, them was was Megan Good. I think as an as one of the adult actors, and and I love her. But yeah, I mean, like to your point, Ariadne, it's not really a super memorable movie, um, but it's all right. All right, T. Bad film, bad rap. Bad, 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 bad film. Ariadne, I say bad rap. I say bad I, rap. I, I'm gonna go with bad rap because I think it's. I don't think it's fair to call it a bad film. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it's very memorable. That's the only thing. There's plenty of good movies that aren't very memorable. Very true. All right. Next up is Birds of Prey. We we've covered Birds of Prey at nauseum. We have a um, whole we have a whole podcast about this. Uh huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Across the board, bad rap, right? Oh yeah, bad rap, bad rap, extremely bad rap. And you know what? In all fairness, I'm gonna watch it again because I really like the third act. It was like an opposite of like everything that films. I really like the third act, but I'll, it's I'll one watch of the better third acts in in all of these movies. Right, honestly, right. no, I I love yeah. I love I, the third act, and I love the um uh, what's her name is the huntress. What's the actress's name? I'm sorry. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winston is a huntress. I liked her character. Ewan and, McGregor uh, is the villain. Looks like he's having a freaking blast. He did a good job. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Talking about chewing up scenery, right? Yes, yeah. chew, in, chew in up scenery. Bad guys need to chew up scenery. That's what makes a good bad guy. Like, be bad. Be be evil. Enjoy being evil. Except don't go with the bad guys. That's what we do. Just be bad. Don't justify it. Like, that's all you have to do. He was so mean in that movie. He humiliated that girl in his club. He yelled at her and, like, tore her clothes. And it's just like, he didn't say I am bad, and this is what I do. He's like, no. You, you, Ewan McGregor is turning fifty next month. My God! Happy birthday, Obi Wan. Hot guy, hot guy. Love that man. I like you, McGregor. Oh, he- I'm turning fifty in July, so we're like the same age. Yeah, me and you and McGregor. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a hot guy too. I'm a hot guy too. Wait, nobody else has anything else to say about about. I, the, I think the, we said it on several podcasts already. Uh, yeah, just, we, yeah, we we covered we covered it, right? Yeah, it's it's good, it's good. So what's after that? Are right, you guys ready to have some fun now? Now the podcast can really get going. Oh shit! Wonder Ooh. Woman eighty four, baby, let's go. Patty Jenkins, one, two, three, bad film. Say it now, bad just film. say it now. So I, this is why I really love this film. Um, because oh. when you come down to, I'm I'm joking. Oh. This sucks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this film was awful. This oh, film no, was no. awful. Okay. What I like about let's let's stop. If it's a really bad thing, let's talk about what we liked. All right. right? The, because here, the, there's people. The only there's hundreds thing. of people were employed in this. Hundreds of professionals that really tried to make this a good film. One was Pedro Pascal and Kristen Wiig too. Pedro Pascal and Kristen Wiig, I could just see a movie with those two hamming it up in a room for two hours. I, I love their It would their have been a better film. Both of them, I, I love their performance. They were great. 
I really enjoyed every time Life they were on good, screen. Life is good, but you could have more. What was what's the line? Well, Life that's is what good, I want you to start the podcast with. Yeah. Your podcast <laughs> is good, yeah. but this one is better. Yeah, no, he he was really good. I mean, he he's just he's really good. I I, I think I think he's kind of like. I think because we love Pedro Pascal so much, we're willing to like forgive, we're willing to bend a little bit for his sake and also because we can see that he tried in this movie. He was being I liked he was being a little silly because I think he felt like everything here's a little silly. I'm just I Kristen Wig was great. Kristen Wig was great. Uh, I like no, mm. I think so. I think she was. I didn't love her. Like, I feel like I feel like I feel she was good. But like I said, like everything about this movie, as far as the writing and especially like just it failed. Everybody really no, it's did. A, it's and a it's terrible just movie. Like- I mean, it's, it's we're, we're talking about the, <laughs> the shining spots in this terrible, terrible movie because it's a terrible I, movie. Honestly, it's, it's hard for me to think of anything I actually genuinely love in this movie. I like the fight scene in the mall. I thought that was cool. I thought that was that great. Was fun. That was fun. That was fun. That's, but it's just like I was having hope for the film at that point mm-hmm. because it felt like it was trying to do Richard Donner. Yes. Right. Yes. At that point, it was trying to do that. It wasn't. It you know it was just some kind of silliness in the beginning, and because there were so many things happening, it was trying to do this interconnected thing mm-hmm. that they were actually trying to do in the beginning of the Richard Pryor Superman, yes. which is really weird. But um, uh, it just felt so low budget. But here's the thing about the Richard Donners. I think what they what they wanted to do is like, obviously they wanted to emulate that. They wanted Diana to emulate that because they realized, oh, she's the one who, because since obviously Henry Cavill is too busy being a sad boy, they were like, we have to give the hopeful DC character mantle to Diana. But the problem is, is that Wonder Woman is a savage, okay? In the comics, Wonder Woman is a complete savage. She is, she has, sor- she is not afraid to, to kill, to kill people. Put, put a hurt on somebody, yeah. She yeah. is not afraid mm-hmm. to put the hurt on somebody to actually, like, really, like, mess people up. And she's, and Diana's whole thing in these movies is to be, so compassionate it kind of hurts yeah. like it's 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 kind of to and, and they kind of do a retread of what they did in the first wonder woman where where they bring steve trevor in again to give diana this purpose and to to be the sacrifice for her to like push herself to be greater than she is and it's just like why are you doing this again why are you setting this up uh, they, again? they thought they were turning things on the end because he was given the the makeover scene, right? But then that would have been okay that you yeah. you flip the script, right? They made him they the gave, fish out of water. Right. But then they made right, right. They made him. They flipped the script, gave him the thing, fish out of water. But then they gave Kristen Wiig the makeover scene. They couldn't not help themselves. I was going to say, speaking of Kristen Wiig, she reminded me of uh, Jim Carrey from Batman Forever. And then the whole end of this movie reminded me of the the third act in, in Batman Forever, where it's your mind on the box and it's the it's done through the TVs, and that's and basically that's the worst what they Batman did. Movie. It's the worst Batman movie. Uh, Batman, Batman and Robin was Robin was the worst Batman movie. No, no, no. I will die on the hill that Batman and Robin is actually entertaining and watchable compared to Batman Forever. I will die on that hill. Uh-uh. <laughs> 
Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't. Uh-uh. I wouldn't. I would not. I, I will. Would not. I will. I will gladly die on that hill. Batman and Robin is actually because uh, uh, this is no because because you love doing Martha Thurman as as Poison Ivy. Well, yes, because she's fun, and also Arnold yeah. does the. He's also another one that's like chewing up scenery and being ridiculous Chill and. Out. and <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's see. It's I, I was upset because in Batman the Animated Series, what they did with was, Mr. Freeze was amazing. Was poetic. And beautiful. It was poetic. And they said right, and Yeah. And they kind of they they they, they ruined it. They kind of yeah. they kind of cheapened it in Batman and Robin. But my my thing that one of the things that upset me the most in Wonder Woman eighty four was that they have this setup with Diana and and Kristen Wiig. Oh my gosh. What is her character's name? Because I want to get that right. Cheetah. Bar- Cheetah. Barbara. Barbara. Um. They have this setup with Diana and Barbara. They have this little meet cute. They go out on a dinner date. They get drinks. They laugh. And Diana goes, oh, nobody has made me laugh like this in so long. And it's just like, oh my God. Are they going to be like a thing in this movie? Are they setting up like a... Diana and Barbara are a thing, and then Barbara gets Lover's like really quarrel. jealous. Yeah, and Barbara gets jealous because Steve Trevor comes back, and she wants Diana for herself, and her jealousy turns her into this wild animal that turns her crazy. And it's just like, nope. That would have been a more interesting movie. Nope. Diana, Diana's an aggressively straight woman. Too bad, even though she's been raised her whole life on an island full of women. And it's just like, uh, uh, are you serious? I just, I don't, uh, it, it frustrated me so much. It frustrated me so much. Yeah, it's not a good movie. <laughs> just the, the, yeah. the, you know, I, I, I feel bad tearing it apart. But it's like no needle drops, no needle drops in a movie taking place in the eighties. Weird. It's nineteen eighty four, right? And there's nothing. Not even girls want to have fun. Come on, <laughs> it's like give me something. Give, give me, me something. Give me Frankie. Well, says nobody relax. was having fun during this movie. Nobody was having fun. Well, Kristen Wiig the, and, and Pedro Pascal were. The, oh, we- the, the weird what racism was that weird. Oh yeah, the weird racism is definitely. Uh, and that, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll but, get to that because that's that's a whole can of worms. But the part where, like, the end of the film, that that Jim Carrey moment, his brain is exploding. He's sitting there in the column of light, saying stuff. Wonder Woman is like on the side, like leaning against a wall awkwardly that could be comfortable because if she was like really knocked out like that, she'd have to be <coughs> like laid out. And she starts saying stuff and they, then he starts saying stuff and then she starts saying stuff. And it's like, like a repetitive thing like that she's saying kind of that thing. she said over, over. And this scene felt like it lasted for a half hour. I, I, you know, I mean, it just kept on going and it made no sense and it wasn't like like okay when you write a two-page paper you start with i think this you start with an introduction and then you in the body you repeat what the introduction in the introduction is i'm gonna say this in the body of it you say what you said and then in the conclusion you say i just said that there's no structure to the language of what wonder woman was saying it was just meandering fortune cookie stuff that it made no sense, and I'm like, "What is happening?" That's the thing. In this they're trying. Right they're trying to do a repeat of the first one, where they make Diana to this compassionate superhero, where her greatest power is her compassion, and it's just like nobody cares about that when it comes to Wonder Woman. They, it's like you know, punch something as we as you know, but it's, we don't want it to be like in like a stupid Zack Snyder way. Like we want to see Wonder Woman actually be a warrior. She comes from a a tribe of warrior women be a warrior and the action sequences that she had in this movie 
they weren't really that good. Like the one in the um in the desert, just the effects looked weird. Like it just didn't it didn't even look good. Editing was choppy. It was edited all very strangely. Oh, and that final scene <laughs> set during Christmas on a movie that's released on Christmas that felt like it was shot two weeks Bef- before. Before it dropped on Christmas. Before it dropped on, when they made a decision that, oh, we're going to release this on Christmas, they rushed out to shoot that. And then, and beyond anything, because I know a lot of other, uh, you know, podcasts and news places and people who nerd, nerd people who follow all this stuff. That was like, what about this guy that Steve Trevor took over his body? That's a, that's a big yikes. That's a thing one, that they one, didn't, what, what, didn't think through. I mean, that's like, uh, like Wonder Woman committed like a sexual crime. Yes. <laughs> basically. Right. And it's just like, you you would think it's because like Wonder Woman's supposed to be like this pure moral thing where she's just like, I can't do no wrong. And it's just like, why don't, don't you think about the consequences? Like, surely this man has a job. Surely this man has a family. Aren't You don't think they'd be wondering like, where is our... our Wasn't our- he a creep in the, in like in the first, like in the, like the, whatever, the cocktail party scene or with all the VIPs? Wasn't he like a creep in that or something like that? No, it's just that she didn't know who he was and Steve, and Steve Trevor in that man's body went up to her and she's like, who, who are you? No, but they had, they, they didn't they have like an interaction before where he kind of like creepily, he was creepy to her? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. I mean, uh, I don't honestly, remember. to be honest with you, this came out on Christmas. I sat down on the couch to watch it. We shut the lights off so the kids would fall asleep. And we all sat down. I think I was the first one that actually fell asleep. <laughs> and when I woke up, when I woke up, I didn't even fall asleep for that long, maybe a minute or so. It was like 40 minutes of the movie went by. My wife goes, I really haven't been paying attention to this, but this is boring and nothing's happening. I go, yeah, I know, because I just fell asleep. Um, and then once we got everybody to bed, I came back down and watched and I'm like, this movie really is boring. And it was just really long. I, I didn't like it at all. Um, you know, I, I hate to keep saying it, I just didn't like it, but I just didn't like it. I mean, it's, there's not there's not much to like. There's not much to like. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's, it's almost like WB, like they knew it was bad. And they're like, listen, word's going to get out that this isn't that good. People aren't going to go pay the money to see it. This isn't going to be the one that saves theaters. Let's just release it on HBO Mac. And that's how everybody watched it. (laughs) And everybody that I know that saw it, not one person had anything good to say about it. You know, like nobody seemed to like it at all. I know people who said they liked it. I know some people who think people are being way too I mean, harsh on sh- the movie. I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm people, sure people, there are those some people, people were like there. feeling. There was a feeling good about like when when the uh, got emotional when people like gave up their wishes because they know they weren't like a kind of thing. And, yeah. You know, there, there, I guess there's a message in there that's good buried in there. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta stick out the first two hours to get to that part, and those first yeah. two hours are kind of rough, you know. But it's it, it, again, it's execution with the execution of this was was you know it was terrible this movie is horrifically racist in so many ways yeah the middle eastern thing is is bad where a literal wall is being built through the middle east and and another weird thing where pedro pascal is clearly a south american uh, they made Matt's Lord right, right. into a South right, American. Right. right. Who's and, and they make him into he's Trump, right? right. He's in supposed a way, to be he's like a, a Trump. He's a nineteen eighties big business type, right? Right. He's, and who else your- who else wants to build a wall that's that fits that profile? Right, right. So, but uh, you know, and and they they make him South American. They make him South American, but also they they have this thing where it's just like he wants to ha- do a shortcut to success. 
right? And it's just like, really? You guys right. are going to have an immigrant character who comes to the United States, right. who wants to find a way to shortcut to become a big uh, success in this country. Um, and it's weird that they're having this character be a stand-in for 1980s individualism and capitalism and greed and hyper individualism and all this stuff and it's, and but he doesn't come from a privileged background he doesn't come from a privileged background like every other 80s capitalistic hyper individualistic guy is he's not like trump at all because he doesn't come from privilege and you can't talk about 1980 south america without acknowledging what happened in 1980 South America. You right, can't talk right. and, about and, and that. U.S. interference in the politics of South America. Exactly. And all the terrible things that the, the United States government did in and South And exactly America why immigrants about. came to this country because of, right. of those consequences. And it's just like, are you you guys didn't think about this very- A foreign policy of destabilization in South America. Yes. We won't get into it because you know we don't want to get- I don't like I'm, I'm, I'm taking a, a break from politics. Um, but like, you know- uh, yeah, it's it's it, it was awful, and and that you know the first Wonder Woman had such a great person from the Middle East character who was you know um, he said I wanted to be an actor, but you right, don't know, and he was an actor, he was a character, he was a character with depth, and then they he's go like, you to don't the always Middle get East, what you want. and they see a person, and then they see a person, and that person is the the, the Middle Eastern person. There, it has to have a thousand bodyguards, and is like. You know, he, he it felt like we he would they were visiting like you know Tony Montana, a yeah. drug lord. You know what I mean? It was it was it was you know it it, it was uh, yeah it, it was uh, it was horrific. Why, why, why was Maxwell Lord South American? Yeah, why why, why did you? Because why they, did you do that? Because they got they got Pedro Pascal, and it's just like, well, let's make let's make Pedro Pascal a South American Max Lord. Well, is he? Um, is, but he's not South American. He is right? South American. Yeah. He's from Pedro uh, Pascal. Yeah, he uh, yeah, yeah, he's from Pedro Pascal. He's from, he's Chilean. Oh, okay, I didn't I didn't know. Yeah, he was born in Chile. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. he is a South American. Yeah. He's a, he's a Latino actor. So they made Matt's Lord Latino, but it doesn't it doesn't make sense in any way to to horseshoe in that. And he saved Baby Yoda. <laughs> he, it doesn't make sense to horseshoe that identity in with this character if you mm -hmm. want to make this this message about doing a shortcut to success it's insulting and it's racist because how many people weaponize those ideas about immigrants coming into this country saying oh they just want to steal our jobs and take our welfare and get rich off that and it's just like oh my god like yeah. it's just like they didn't they they really they really screwed up on that seriously like why if they wanted to do that if, like let, okay make Matt's lord a south american immigrant why not have it where he wants he, he he literally infiltrates the United States White House, right? He gets in yep. to see the president. Why not have it where it's just like he wants to get back at the United States for destabilizing his country? <laughs> destabilizing his country and ruining his childhood and in putting his family out of work and that's why they had to come here and struggle and and None of these questions were being brought up during script writing or in the thing when they were going over the script. N not a single person of of color sat down to take a look at this and been like, listen, what's really going on here? What are the implications of what we're doing? If you are making a film, then how much was Wonder Woman to make? I guess $200 million, I'm, I'm imagining, right? Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I'm going to guess that. I don't know. Um, but when I never think about because like promotion is another thing. All these movies anyway, when they when they finally are said and done, they say it's a loss. So it's a tax write off, right? Yeah. Um, 200 million but, budget. Uh, oh, did I get that on the nose? Huh? <laughs> you know, no one sat down and you didn't hire somebody to go over the script. You didn't hire somebody. You know, I, I you know, I follow these, um, you know, the, the RPG industry is is only waking up now to, you know, the implications of what they do, right? And and uh, like tropes that they have. But you know what they're doing? They're hiring uh, sensitivity uh, script, readers. Or you know, uh, about to say script Sensitivity doctors. readers. Yeah, no, no, not script. Sensitivity readers. So they have something, right? And then they bring it to people to read it. It's sensitivity. But even more than that, beyond sensitivity readers, that you have to, if you're going to do something that's going to involve this X group of people of color or people not of the United States or people who you're talking about a group of people and there's characters based on that. You have to have that kind of representation within the the pre-production where they're really kind of sitting down going, okay, what's really happening with these people? Because you, and again, like, you know, Ariana, you say this really well and, you know, Kate says it too, is that it's okay to have a person of color as a bad guy or a woman as a, or, 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 or a woman who is, you know, complicated, mean, complicated and or mean and nasty, right? But you could have that, but you have to have a diversity of that thing because it can't just, yes, you have to have women who are tough, women who are sensitive, women who are this. You have to have across the board people of this kind of thing and have that representation. So when it becomes a thing that it's saturated throughout the entire storytelling thing, so it's not always that that one part, you know? Yeah. But and you I- have to have that in the beginning, in the core, and they did not have that. I don't know any, I, I think that they, you know what? I, this is what I think. No proof, sheer speculation. In the middle of the creation of Wonder Woman, they, Patty Jenkins was negotiating with Disney to make Rogue, uh, Rogue Squadron. Oh, and, and, okay. and And she was bailing on it because, I, you know, I haven't seen a lot of Patty Jenkins stuff, but the first Wonder Woman was pretty good. I think- she was. I think she kind of bailed. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I said, she, I think. But as I a think director, Jeff you got to own up to that too. I mean, yeah. No, no, but 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 that's during production. But in post production, I mean, we're, we're but spe- she did. She didn't say anything bad about it. We're, she didn't say anything bad about it. We're literally speculating. But then why is she going to the other side of the fence when they want to do another Wonder Woman? Because this but thing she is, is doing uh, another Wonder Woman. So it's it's she money, is, dude. She, yes, yeah, man. Yeah, she's, and she's, she's way- doing both Rogue Squadron and Wonder Woman. Why not? She's doing Wonder Woman three. I I don't think it's it's it's. I mean, we can't speculate. I'm sure these people thought they made the best movie they could. To be quite honest, I don't think anybody went into this thinking we are going to make a a bad movie. We're going to release it. No, I'm sure, especially how the first Wonder Woman was received, and I'm sure Patty Jenkins feels like she has a responsibility with this character, and Gal Gadot has a responsibility with this character. Uh, Ariane, I think you all- and I, you and I, in a month, can write a better script. But listen, Probably, I'm going to bring sure. up, I, uh, I'm going to bring up the Thor comparison again, right? If she knew that that was a bad movie and that was already an established flan- franchise post Avengers, you know that's going to make whatever millions of dollars it's going to make, and you're going to walk away in your own convictions from that, and then you're going to put this out. And Thor two is a lot better than this, and I've yeah. s- I've seen Thor two recently, and I can say. It's a lot better than this. I think, too, I mean, obviously, nobody predicted the pandemic. Nobody predicted this. I don't know if, if this if it necessarily has anything to do. It wasn't Wonder Woman was done. Was it was in the can. Out. Two times I already. I know. I know. 
I know, but you it know, didn't, it, it, it didn't affect it didn't affect production. Maybe the final bits of post production, but it didn't affect the production. Maybe, right. yeah, maybe post production. Maybe reshoots couldn't have been done. You know, they always do reshoots and things like that. Somehow, they always do reshoots in these things, and they couldn't in this case. But you know, you know another thing is this movie was long as hell. They is, needed to do less shoots. You, you know what? They needed not just they needed not a third pass at editing this film. They needed like a second pass of editing in this film. It felt like they just threw the editing together and just put it out there. And it got it got worse as the film went on. It feels it feels as if it, with the script, with the editing, with everything, it just they became lazier as it went on and they just wanted to get it, oh, just get this crap out of there. I don't give a, I don't give a crap. Let's get it out of there. CGI because, please, Cheetah because was if, so bad. If, if if you gave and I'm sorry, I'm saying it like this. But if you gave me that third act, I could, I could, I couldn't make it good, but I could make but it, it could a lot better. worse. <laughs> but it could be, it could be better. It could be better, right? No, seriously, that 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 whole scene in that room, I don't really understand. He was sucking all the wishes. It was, he was drinking the wishes. I it was your head on the box. It was Batman yeah. Forever. Oh, another racist thing. Another racist thing was the Mayan, the Mayan shaman, where they go <laughs> to get the information from him. About the the wishing stone, they're like, we have to find this Mayan shaman. He has the information, and the Mayan shaman was played by a South Asian actor with a giant dreadlocked wig. And I was just like, and, "What is?" And this? that the reason that the Mayan culture fa- uh, fell wasn't because there was invaders from Europe, but yeah, because no. they made a bad wish. Yes, because it was their fault because they were greedy. And it's just like, what is this racist nonsense? It's just like you guys did <laughs> not really think that. Look- <laughs> this is how much attention the movie kept of mine because. I didn't even remember this scene. You had to explain the whole thing to me when you brought it up to my attention. I'm like, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I just like forgot half the movie the second after I saw it. Kristen Wiig's motivations as a villain was was bad. Her motivation was that she wanted to be a sexy cool lady and then she didn't want to be a not sexy cool lady anymore. And it's just like, really? Is this your villain story? Is this your, your origin story? And it's just like, that's not... This is like this is like some teenager in nineteen eighties nonsense. And it's just like I get it, it's an eighties movie, but it's just like she's also not a teenager. For the- I guess so, but it's just like and it, it, this movie wasn't fun. It there were no, there were hardly any laughs. No laughs were to be had, or no jokes. I, I laughed so much in the first Wonder Woman, but I didn't laugh at anything. They tried to do a thing where Steve Trevor didn't know what an escalator was. Oh, and another thing, explain to me how Steve Trevor has not flown a plane since 1912, and suddenly he knows how 1980s technology works on a fighter jet. It's why to me. is Steve Trevor flying Wonder Woman's invisible jet? Right, in no sense. Why is Steve Trevor? Th- th- that's that. In the end, no one, no one asked that when they read the script. Why is somebody else flying her plane? Why is he flying the plane at all? If he he shouldn't, he could be like he shouldn't know how, how to fly even, it at all. Yeah, he shouldn't know how to. He's like, how do I? Who, what do what do all these buttons do? Boy, this is way different. A plane, a plane in the nineteen in during right, the right. early World War. A plane was literally World invented War One, like not five World War Two, World War One. World War One. Yeah, excuse me. I mean, how, Ariani, how many podcasts <laughs> have you done? You ask us every single time. What do I got to do? What do I got to press? What is this? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> damn, cold blooded, 
Cold-blooded. Why? Because I'm not good at technology? I, 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 I yeah. Because no. what, how is Steve Trevor any better technology than I am? Right. Exactly. No, but I mean, like, it's her plane. It's her. It's her plane. Right. Robin doesn't no, wait, drive the even, Batmobile. Wait, it's not even her plane. They stole the plane. She made it into the invisible jet. Yeah. It's the, her iconic invisible jet. It's hers. She owns it. Intellectual property. Now, the the if Robin takes the Batmobile, mm. Batman is pissed. You don't Robin, go get the bike. You could ride the Bat cycle. You I do heard not too that drive the Batmobile. I heard too that the scene where she's flying, where she finally learns how to fly. Like the Tom Petty song, um, that the music that they use in that scene was stolen from another movie, yes. right? Like it was literally like a, it was like um, tap music. It was tap music that they, they used from another movie. They gave up because if okay, let's go back to the very first thing we're talking about, and we're end it here. Really, I think this is a good place to end it. Yeah, because we're talking about they wanted to do Richard Donner, and you know what? When again, the thing with Star Wars. Second to George Lucas, it's John Williams that made Star Wars great. Superman the movie. Your hair stands on back, up, up the back of your neck. When they had that moment where he's flying with Lois Lane. Dum, bum, 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 bum. I mean, I'm like... <gasps> Right now I'm singing and I'm like, I'm feeling great. And I don't care that I'm embarrassing myself because that's so beautiful. You know, when Superman's flying with Lois Lane that, at that that's point. That's the alcohol you've been um, drinking too. Bum, 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 <laughs> ba, ba, ba. Right, but, but it's go, iconic score. They don't even buy, she's learning to fly. And but what was she latching the best thing to? In, I, the best thing in Iron Man 1 is he's learning to fly. Yeah. He's learning and to fly. You know, he's kind of moving with it, trying to get his balance. Yeah. That learning to fly moment is the most important thing in any film that has flying. They put please. in temp music and, what is this? and they it put was in not effective. Temp music. But, yeah. They didn't care. They did not care. There was people who did not care because if they cared, they would have edited that stuff. If they cared, they would have gotten the music. They did not care. They did not care. Top to bottom. Slash end rant. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see you on the flip side of the Snyder Cut. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also, subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. And then uh, we can do the clap for 3.0. Hello, hello, 3.0. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, the trick is we're not supposed to bring up Marvel in this. So the second we bring up anybody here brings up anything Marvel... We have to. We're going to stop the podcast. You throw in sirens or whatever you want to do, and we, everybody that person is going to get called out. Throw in the funniest game show noise you can think of. And then we got to go back <laughs> to the beginning of the podcast. That's the that's the agreement for this episode. And you could throw this in the end of the episode. All right, here we go. <clears throat> what kind of wine is that? Vino Verde. Is that a Pino? Is that a Vino Verde? It's a Portuguese green wine. Oh, it's a little bit effervescent. It's like. Uh, it's closing into a white wine spritzer. Mm. I'm having I add a little fruit juice in.
dry dry or wet Riesling? Uh, I guess wet. I mean, drier. Um, I like dry dry Riesling, not the. Uh, it's like semi sweet. It's semi-sweet. It's not It's not completely dry. It's like semi-sweet. Dryer, I mean, sorry, dryer sweet. I was I'm like, sorry, I was like dryer, dryer wet? I was like, <laughs> I, 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 was like I, I want that, not, I want that wet Riesling. You want that wop? Yeah. <laughs> the, the wet Riesling. <laughs> the wet ass Riesling. <laughs> that might need to be cut. Here's my granny speech tea. Here's granny speech tea. 3.0, please cut this. Or 3.0, you can tack this part yes. off the Put end. it. Put it at the end. Definitely put this part at the end. Three point I was going to listen to this. He's going to go, they've recorded a two-hour podcast and it went off the rails at 36 minutes in.